Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another evening of D&D. We are Not Great RPG, and we are back for another evening of digging stuff and hopefully not being dead. Uh-huh. It's a good time. In that in order. The, yeah, in that order. We're in the bad, bad city, Big Cold. Uh-huh. Uh, no. This is the city of Oshwamp. Is it Big City, Bad Cold, or Bad City, Big Cold? I think it's both. Either one <laughs> yes, works. it is. Correct. <laughs> Bad it's big bad. city, cold. whatever, whatever <laughs> yeah. we said. City big bad cold, yeah. <laughs> or that works. The too. Big bad wolf, cold. he's there. Yeah, His breath's cold. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't this guy. Think, uh, <laughs> I don't think that's not a wolf. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we're gonna go around the table and introduce ourselves. Uh, we are down a player for part of the evening, so um, Billy's character Buck will be autopiloted temporarily. Uh, they have a work emergency that they have to take care of so um, we'll be autopiloting their character for a bit um, but yeah, I am Don Boosted Gorilla and I play Ethier, the uh, Grave Domain Cleric in this one. I am Lawrence and I play Yalum Lo Crunch, crunch, crunch <laughs> <laughs> Sarah <laughs> crunches in this game <laughs> This is Sarah and she has snacks yes. Always <laughs> Except maybe once, people were confused <laughs> they were concerned. I'm Sarah, and I'll be playing Retora. And I'm DJ, and I'll be playing Nesgrim. Uh-huh. Will you? <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, that's a good ominous sentence. Uh, I, do, I do have a character sheet in my backpack. Am I going to need it? <laughs> I'm John, the dungeon master, the guy who's going to kill everyone. Uh, so yeah, last week, disdain of the Diabolist. Uh, the crew consulted with Lauren about the history of this man, Corin, the doctor who was recommended to help them take care of Sister Madeline and try to get her back on her feet and not insane. Um, Lauren told her, them that she didn't really know much of Corin. His time here at the orphanage predates her, so instead she recommended that they speak to Sister Freya because she is one of the longer-term service people here inside of the orphanage. Uh, Freya said that he was tall, dark, and handsome, very nice, and, you know, a little more strict with the children. Um, and Freya appreciated that. Uh, we also asked about the mysterious locket that Sister Madeline has and says she got from Sister Sabrina. Lauren says she doesn't know much about it, but Madeline never takes it off, and she had it... Well, from what Lauren remembers, she doesn't remember Sister Madeline having it when Sister Lauren became a sister and began her work here, um, but then she does not know exactly when Madeline began wearing it, but she has seen it for several years. Uh, so we talked with Freya, we got to know him a little bit. Um, she also informed us that Corin's wife worked here, uh, Sister Caroline. She grew gravely ill about 12 years ago on the onset of the well poisoning of the year 8051. Um, she thinks more that, uh... Corin and his wife left the orphanage not because of the schism, but because Carolyn grew ill and Corin desperately wanted to take care of his wife, so they left together for him to attempt to take care of her. Uh, however, since he never returned and neither did she, the growing assumption was that Carolyn had died. Uh, we got our crate, and oh, sorry, uh, she also told you guys to head towards Growler's Tavern because Corin was uh, particularly a fan of uh, a local ale. Uh, sold at Growlers. So we got the crate, returned it to Clark, checked in with him. Um, as we passed by the slums, or through the slums, we walked by the gallows, we saw that there were several heads of executed criminals uh, brandished on pikes in front of the steps of the gallows. 
Uh, we went in, we talked to Clark as well about Corrin, and he confessed that when Clark was a child, um, about 12 years or so ago, when he was a teenage boy, he also was very ill, and he called it the rot, uh, the grave illness that spread through Slums North on uh, onset with the well poisoning of that year. Corrin was able to assist him, and he showed you guys his chest, where you saw withered, almost decomposed-looking flesh on his chest. Um, but he says that he has not seen Corrin in about a decade, and if you do see him or find him, please tell him thank you for saving my life. Uh, we go back to Katie inside of the Tattered Tones, we get our payment, we ask her about the Growler's Tavern, because we didn't know where it was, none of our party members had been there previously. Uh, Katie recommends that they're polite to the owner, Luna, who is a bit of a temperamental lady, but if you use Katie's name, it should be okay. Um... We went inside of the Growler's Tavern. It was only like two or three streets over. Uh, inside, that was where we met Buck. Luna was yelling at, him, yelling at him for not paying his tab because he's a rampant alcoholic and he's totally in debt. Really fun character. Good way to start the campaign. It really is. Welcome back from the dead. You're in debt. debt. <laughs> it's fucking great. Death and taxes. Um, it really yeah, is. It's actually the same thing. Yeah, so Nesgrim tried to flirt with a lady. It went great. <laughs> smoothest talker I've ever had in a campaign. It reminded me truly of the, the one shot we did where we flew back in the past and I had to flirt with Don. <laughs> I, and it was very natural. I may have gotten Too a, a new watcher by showing them that clip. Very good. <laughs> Great. Very good. Awesome. <laughs> hey, come look at this dude. Totally <laughs> fail at flirting. Hi, awesome. my name's... Hi. Hi. <laughs> what you... a name! <laughs> It just comes so naturally. I don't know. I don't know why I'm so good at doing it. It, it was it was great. Uh, it's almost like I'm a pro at it. Yeah, uh -huh. She told you that she is a, a local gem cutter and jeweler, and she operates a store called the Cursed Eye, uh, and asked you to come back to browse her wares later. <laughs> uh, Ritora eventually asked Luna for some food because Luna was not giving up any information about this man Corin. When we asked, she was very. I guess obstinate about not knowing this person. Uh, so when she disappeared, you were approached by another lady named Lynn, uh, who told you that she was kind of like an information broker and offered you information on Corin at the cheap price of one gold piece. We delayed a little bit, and then that price immediately skyrocketed because demand was rising. Uh, so we paid the coin. Yalumlo paid the coin, uh, eventually getting his money back from his companions. Uh, and Lynn told them one hour. Nesgrim approached her because he was very upset by the fact that they just got ripped off for a substantial amount of money. Uh, and she told him to beware the man in white. So about an hour went by. We just chilled and relaxed here, waiting for Corin to make his appearance inside of the Growler's Tavern. About an hour later, we heard a very loud knocking at the door, a set of three knocks. And Luna promptly kicked everyone out of the tavern, saying that she needed to clean up and get prepared for the dinner. Uh, so everybody left. As we walked outside, we saw that there was a pack mule adjacent to us in an alley, being held taut by a rope by a figure obviously inside of the alley. We split up, went our different ways. Yalumlo, as he walked by, used some kind of <coughs> mysterious forms of communication to be able to speak to this man without Nesgrim hearing it. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. uh, it's fair. And uh, when Yalumlo <laughs> asked him if he was this man Corin, he said he does not use that name anymore. Uh, we were able to, by utilizing some coy and savviness and respect, 
uh, for once in this campaign, <laughs> a man totally turned around and you know removed his hood, showing his his handsome, very stark white face with cracked skin. Uh, and we followed him into an alley, as we're totally good at doing. Um, he offered us healing. Uh, we followed him down towards the back end of the growl, uh, the alley, towards a door leading down below Growler's Tavern, which we followed him into, just totally happy about it. Um, and as we were going down inside, Nesgrim used Divine Sense, sensed undead, told no one... <laughs> Yep. So Nesgrim knows that there's totally some undead presence and we're gonna die emanating out from this figure that we're following into a basement. I mean, we can probably kind of tell, right? I mean... He doesn't look normal. No, he doesn't look normal. You wouldn't know what he is. Like, your character would not be familiar with what he genuinely is. Neither told, would Aether or... We told he was human. Uh, yeah, human. Aether <laughs> really likes dead stuff. So if this guy's dead, I think Ethier would know. No, I mean he maybe be able to tell that there's something weird about him. Ethier likes bones. Yeah, mm. <laughs> he did. Yeah, I... stare adoringly at Buck's bones for some time in an sure uncomfortable <laughs> like Buck's bones. Buck's bones. That's a good story. <laughs> How welcome to Buck's bones? <laughs> I'm Buck. Bones. <laughs> and these are bones. <laughs> I'm Buck. These are bones. And it's just a puppet that's a skeleton. Speaking yes. as dork. Well, I mean, we've got one. We do. We actually Wait, genuinely on. have no. a skeleton. Get him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'll it's finish the recap. Bone. You get the bones. It's All the right. pooping skeleton. Uh, yeah, so we followed this human man <laughs> into his basement. Human. Uh, uh, where we found oh, that <laughs> he exists here in a small boxer. room about Box the size bones. of what we are in here, maybe a little bit bigger. Um, there is. How a, did we not do this the whole time? <laughs> a casket in the corner, uh, a notebook, a uh, pair of notebooks on a small table. <laughs> Uh, a hole kind of etched into the ground in an opposite corner, and writings all over the wall, uh, some of them in common, some of them not in common. Um, and we also saw that the soil down here is totally the horrifying, decrepit black earth uh, that he confessed to us is called Widow's Whale and is something that uh, plagues areas that are rampant with death and decay and decomposition, places like here. Is Widow's Whale the... The earth, or is it the um, the flower that grows from it's it? It's what grows underneath, yes. The viney stuff. Correct, mm-hmm. the vines, and then, like I said, they look almost like bulbs of cotton. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that is Widow's Whale, but this soil, like, is associated with it. <laughs> so... My uh, character wouldn't be able to know... He wouldn't know to ask that question, never mind. <laughs> oh yeah, so we've got good old uh, Bone Boy Buck, and... <laughs> Buck's bones. We're, we're very sad. They're really impressive. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we didn't do this the entire oh, time man. Jerky was dead. I, you guys I don't... didn't tell me Jerky was coming. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, Jerky's Guess been starring Jerky. <laughs> the ghost of Jerky. Uh, yeah, so uh, also he demonstrated to Retora in particular uh, the, the withering flowers that kind of grow out of the cotton bulbs. It almost looks as though the vine tendrils upwards and the bulbs begin to bloom and break open. So that is what withers, that's what falls away, and then he kind of like does the same thing. You druid crafted and did the exact same thing. Uh, so the last things that we were discussing were the widow's whale, and he says the phrase, places of great death like here. And you guys are standing as you're watching as he is still kneeling in front of you having this small area, this plot of exposed earth 
parted, and you can see these tendrilling vines with these cotton bulb-looking surfaces sprouting out around it, and he presses this back down into this, and it reshapes and reforms. And he is kneeling in front of you. Uh, is this a place of great death, then? Yes, of course it is. Was there something here before this tavern was built? Or people being murdered in the basement of a bar? Well, I wouldn't know anything about murders in a basement. Um, well, I mean... I mean... I mean... Murder well, in, his, in his basement closet. I feel at ease around this guy. I yeah. do too, but I'm gonna check. You never know. It's an uh, yeah. <laughs> so, maybe I'm just inside checking John's grin. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, more, I'm more inside checking John than yeah. the character. Uh, yeah. So, in, in terms of his emotional state, you can tell that he almost appears void of emotion. Okay. Yeah, as though he is sense. apathetic and disconnected from this, as though he is very. Uh, goal-oriented. So, yeah. for mm-hmm. what he is talking about, it's factual that it, it's not like an emotional thing for him that he cares sure. about whether or not there were murders in this basement. He gives the conveyance of not knowing whether there were murders here. It's not about here. Right. He did say that previously. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not about, about the here. dirt, specifically. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The dirt marks locations of great death. And that's why he's here now. Okay. Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. So, do the vines make the dirt, or does the dirt make the vines? Uh, you could say that the vines pull the life from the earth. <laughs> um. <laughs> My eyes got real wide. I'm not uh-huh. sure if that was picked up on stream or not, but... <clears throat> do you know where they come from? The vines? Yes. No, I've not been able to dig deep enough. Oh no! <laughs> okay, was that John laughing at the word dig? No, that's or... him chuckling. So, like, he might be emotionless, but he's still got a sense of humor. Okay. <laughs> I'm not much of a digger. Same. More of a burrier. Oh. Uh, of what? Wicked people. Those who deserve punishment. Um. Same. Do you? Good. What? What? Define wicked. Um. Well, have you seen much in this city yet? Yes, I've been here two oh, days. So, so yes, everyone. <laughs> you get a death. You get a death. No, I've been here two days. Well, in your two days. I suppose you've begun to see what lies beneath the exterior walls of this city. Um, only what? on my way in. Uh, only glimpses. Are you... Is he referring to, like, the expansive tundra? Like, did we see anything? Coming in, you two on the caravan did not. Okay. He's referring uh, to stuff outside of the walls. Correct. Cool. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was like, oh yeah, as as you were going in, don't forget that you passed that like big um, scary the ancient thing. bones or yeah, Thank the ancient you. bones. Yes. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Would would either of us have more of an inkling? Yes, both of you would have kind of an understanding of, of the 
the knowledge of something historical occurring at this location. This location being the city, city itself, itself. Correct. Not necessarily this basement. This basement. Correct. Okay. Uh, they have seen many dark things in their two days. Well, I guess that means the two of you have lived here longer. Yes, I have been here ten years. I've not been here quite that long, but a matter of years myself. I'm sorry you've not been able to leave. It is my choice to be here. I choose to help those who cannot help themselves, but deserve to have help. Very noble exercise, sir. It is something that must be done. How would you say you help these people? I ferry them across to whatever lies beyond. Would you say you help the dead? I would say so, yes. Interesting. Those that deserve a second chance at life as a spirit? A spirit? It is what I assume. I am unsure as to what lies across the river, but I help them across if they deserve it, and if not, then I banish them. Interesting indeed. Has he covered up the the vines? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's kind of pushed the soil back, and he stands up right now. And again, you can see that the soil just kind of falls off his palms. Um... If the vines suck the life from the earth, what gives rise to the vines? I don't know. As I said, I've not dug deep enough to discover. Right, 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 right. Okay. How, <laughs> how far have you dug? I wouldn't say that I personally have done the digging. <coughs> there are others who dig for me. Volunteers? How do they feel about digging for you? Do they enjoy it? No. Great. I wouldn't say they enjoy much of anything. They're dead. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay. Not dead. They live by my will. And my command. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh, no. oh we gotta go. I have a, we found a necromancer. We're all gonna die. I have a dagger. <laughs> Did you just say that? No. I have a dagger. While he's like doing this, uh-huh. I want to crouch down and just kind of like dig it. Attempt to part some of the soil to get yeah. back to the lower layer of the vines. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know you're not doing this discreetly. Like, he's standing here. Yeah, looking Yeah, I'm not at all trying to be discreet. Okay. Um. I just want to know more about the, the sure. vines. Sure. So as you expose... Have I, have I seen these vines before? Yes. Okay. So when you expose it, it looks similar to what you were assisting mm-hmm. in the Abbath Woods with clearing. Okay. So you're familiar with the knowledge that there are magical ways of, I suppose you could say, destroying this. It's, it's more... Preventing it from doing what it's attempting to do. Mm-hmm. Like you would... Uh, not be creating necessarily a barrier. Uh, that was what the person you were assisting with was doing. Mm-hmm. Creating a magical barrier to encase this. 
and then that isolation, almost like a quarantine, would deprive it of its access to the soil, and it would wither and dissolve on its own. Mm -hmm. So you expose it, and you can see that the ones down here are drastically thicker than the ones you were familiar yeah. with in the Abbott Woods. And that's power that I don't possess myself. Correct. That was, uh, you, you were a very nice assistant. You dug some holes and someone else <laughs> took care of the problem. Um, <laughs> took care of. These people that do not enjoy the digging that are under your command are those people that are wicked as you said and deserve punishment? You could say that. As though I'm offering them a chance at redemption. That is also an honorable thing. And it is. <laughs> it is not redemption, as you say. If they deserve it, then that is equal to what I am doing. I suppose so. One could say we're quite alike. I would say that, yes. I'm not familiar with this river, though, of which you speak. Where do you see this river? I'll pull out my strange uh, bottle of herbs and mm-hmm. bone fragments and blood. Mm-hmm. I use this along with a ritual and a piece of the person that I wish to send across or banish. A piece of the person? Yes. Interesting. And is there any requirements on when the person died? Not that I have found. I am able to, as long as they have the skull of the person, I am able to commune with them and send them across. You need the skull? I have not used other parts. It is generally the skull, yes. That is... Interesting. Perhaps what holds the soul. And he turns and begins to walk over to the casket in the corner. <laughs> Is it his? <laughs> Does he want to go? And you watch as he just unhooks a latch and elevates this casket. And you guys are far enough away to where you can't see mm-hmm. into the interior, but you can see that it's wood-lined inside. He wants to go. And he reaches down, and he picks up and brandishes in his palm a skull. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> um, either I'll, I'll keep watch if you'd like. Uh, who does that belong to? A wicked man. You would like him to be banished? I would. I will perhaps need to perform another procedure first, if you do not mind. It will allow me to see what caused their path of wickedness. That would be of great importance, actually. Thank you. <laughs> Take the skull. <clears throat> Very good. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. And uh, I will uh, put my hands over the skull and use my feature that we have replaced, which is uh, Eyes of the Grave, mm-hmm. uh, which we have changed to Eyes of the Beyond, mm-hmm. so I will utilize that. Uh, and <laughs> Not using the herbs and stuff because that's the second Correct. portion. I just put the skull. Uh, I'm not going to put it in the dirt because I'm not certain as to what kind of reactions it would have with that. Um, so I will just hold it in one hand and place my hand on the other. Very good. Uh, so your vision once more grows cloudy. You all watch as this man stares very intently as Ethier. 
I'm going to stare very intently at the man. Good. I'm going to look at the ground. Good. <laughs> I think we're covering. You want to watch the dorm? We'll cover all our bases here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if I need to watch the door. Okay. He did shut it himself. So you see this man come into figure. It is a human man. He is about five foot eight, so a little shorter than the average height of a man. Okay. You can see that his uh, face along the bottom looks as though it's got scarring, like short little indentations of scarring. So the closest comparison I can make is uh, for, for people who have acne where they've got like that cystic indentation along okay. the bottom line of like their jaw. But it doesn't look like it would be from acne. It looks as though these are small, very thin punctures. Okay. Along oh. the line. I was going to say like dagger, but not slashes. Thinner. Th- thinner. Okay. Like I am talking. Like circles, like needles? No. Straight lines, indentations. Okay. Okay. Okay, so think of the ridge of the bottom of your front teeth. That okay. straight line mm-hmm. as though mm-hmm. punctures in pairs all along this man's face. So you see him lying on his back, wriggling, and his hands slapping at something along his face and along his body, as though he is desperately trying to get things off of him. And you watch as eventually, you know, he makes this guttural, like, gasping shriek, and you watch as his mouth just stays open, as though something enters it and begins to crawl inside of his mouth, and he shakes and goes limp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and your vision concludes. Any changes in the dirt? As you're watching it? Yes. No, you can watch as, you know, the, the vines themselves are almost, um, like, twirling, because they're, they're interconnected, almost mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the knots and threads of a rope. Mm-hmm. So they're just kind of twirling as they're moving. The bulbs are not growing or anything like that. Um, I am not sure what it is I saw. I did not see him committing any wicked action. He was being attacked by something that I could not perceive. Attacked? Yes, he had marks on his face, and something crawled inside of him. All right. Thank you. That is helpful. Is You're that welcome. information you were looking for? Uh, yes, I found this man. <clears throat> like this. Already already dead. You mean the skull, or you mean... The man. The man. Uh, yes. I found him in a... an alley in Slums North. Only a few months ago. He was still alive? No, he was rotting. What made you assume he had committed some sort of wickedness? Oh, this man was definitely wicked. Did you know him in life? I did. What can you tell us about this man? Oh. 
His name was Bartholomew. <laughs> I didn't expect Bartholomew to make an appearance. I, don't know I really didn't. How do you spell Bartholomew? B A R T H. Is it a backstory thing that shocks you, or the, just the name? We have the raccoon on our fridge. Oh. Bartholomew. Oh. His name's Bartholomew. Okay. That's <laughs> okay. I was like, uh oh. B A R T H O L O M E W. Is he at all related to this plague that you spoke of earlier? He is. I had my suspicions of his activity and his associations with it. Um. So as you guys are standing here, I'm going to describe for you the things that are on the walls. Great. Okay. So on the right wall, so as you would have walked in, you would have seen on the right wall, and also, Don, pass this to Yalum Lo. So on the right wall, you see, again, a word in what looks like the same script as you had seen previously, the word filth, Mm -hmm. and then a peculiar symbol that you have not seen yet. That, like, hook Correct. The word filth in common? Filth is in common, yes. I'm not even going to try with the, the runes on the bottom. I'll try. Yeah, the you little can have it. Okay, perfect. Can I have it to... Yeah. <clears throat> we'll keep it in our collective notes. Very good. On the left wall... Oh, God, there's more. Oh, oh yeah. No. There's Wait, a lot in So this here. is the right wall. Correct, yeah. Right... Sorry, did I say it backwards? No, you said right wall. Okay, I just I didn't hear any specification. Okay, I thought I'm it sorry. was just on the wall. Are these things not oh, on yeah. this particular? We don't know. And placement on the paper is important as to where Correct. they're. Li- okay. Oh. <laughs> you can have these again. Yeah, I would just keep yeah. the. Correct. Okay, you guys so are going to be able to just keep it. Okay. Okay. Uh, sorry. And then along the back wall, <laughs> I will read it for you. And then you will see the things below. On the back wall, it says in common what looks almost like a verse. A sister's eyes are buried. A sister's eyes are closed. A sister's eyes will open when Sabrina calls her home. Oh. A sister's eyes are (laughs) Eyes are buried. Eyes are closed. Eyes will open when Sabrina calls her home. Good. That's good. So still, these are. I still trust this guy for some. <laughs> there's something in me that's like, nah, he's fine. So if it's really dark in here, is this in some sort of like luminescent writing? Or no, is I it mean just... it, it's not like the room is that big where you guys would not be able to make it out, and it's okay. large. Okay. It looks as though it has been carefully carved. Yeah, if into this is the, the size of the wall. It's that big. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Got it. That's these are big fucking carvings. Horrifying. Is this? All of the writing on the walls? On the walls, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I had said previously that he's got notebooks, but... Uh, sure. I don't know whether or not he's going to share those with you yet. This is the, um... The... Elven-esque... Yes, script, it right? looks similar to Elven. <laughs> um... Can I call you Corin? 
I do not go by that name anymore. What name do you go by? They call me the, the Diabolist. The Diabolist? Yes. How did you get that name? Some people remember my time as a healer. D-I-A-B-O-L-I-S-T. I don't, I don't know about that one. <laughs> okay, so people remember his time as a healer. Some people remember his time okay. as a healer. Okay, is what he said. And so people recognize. I, I guess you, you can't answer that. Never mind. I mean, yeah, I could ask him that, but I'm yeah, not going like, to ask him. That. Previously, you know, Freya had told you that he was tall, dark, and handsome. The only thing that didn't match the description for you guys is his eyes are no longer blue. Mm-hmm. His eyes are a stark black, and they are devoid of color. Okay. Um, also, his skin is pale and cracked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that as well. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't in But the Sister Frey wouldn't have described that anyway, whether or not he was like that previously. Yeah, so. I mean. So you were asking he may have been like this the whole how time. he got that name? Yeah, yeah. How did you get the name? So some remember him as a healer. What do others remember you as? Others have forgotten me. Okay. Is that for better or for worse? I prefer to stay less known now. Um. Luna has a good deal with me that I procure her herbs that she requires. And I am permitted to stay. And the people are not aware. That is, um, a very good arrangement, yes. Um, it is. So, the script on the back wall, um, it's very pretty. I like it. Um, The verse. Yes, the verse. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not the writing. The scary. I like it. I know, but still, just the sentence, I like it. (laughs) It's great. uh What does it mean? What do you, do you know what it means? I do not. Nor do I. Um, I have been trying to discern what it means. Was it here when you got here? No. It is something I heard. Where did you hear this? Near the orphanage. Near the orphanage. Indeed. Uh, like... By the chapel, perhaps? Indeed. When I was still serving as the doctor... For the orphanage. I heard a terrible noise from inside of the chapel. And when I approached, I heard voices echoing that phrase. How many voices? I could not tell. Chanting in unison. Were any of them familiar? Familiar? No. There were at least five or six voices, but it was difficult to discern the numbers. But I have been searching for them. That is why I pay men to enter the orphanage to find the entrance. The entrance to what? I do not know what it would lead to. All I know is that the sisters are hiding something. Is there a reason that you are unable to go yourself? 
I am no longer welcome inside that building. Did, uh, did you send... Tor and I yeah. just step away for a second, just kind of quietly to the Do you side. think we should tell them about the guys we <laughs> when, killed? <laughs> when you say... You weren't with me, were you? Welcome. It wasn't you who was with me, was it? You mean... You are not invited, or you mean that you could not go in? I would prefer to be invited. It's very well. It would be for the best. However, I fear the sisters would recoil in horror at the sight of me. Perhaps we could talk to them for you? I do believe that there is one sister that might invite you in, seeing as it is not our friend alone that we came to seek aid for. Who else is ill? Sister Madeline has fallen ill. We believe it is for the same reason as Nesgrim over here. Yes. Um. This soil beneath our feet. Ah, yes, the one you said he drank. He was not the only one. Uh, Sister Madeline has been presumably slowly poisoned with it for an uncertain amount of time. She is now delirious and craves it. But she lives. She does yet live, uh, at least as of when we left the orphanage to seek out your aid. Interesting. She is alive, but the state of her mind leaves something to be desired. Have you checked her flesh? I didn't think to. No, I'm. For, she still had it. For For what? I look over at Nisgrim as well. Quick question to the DM. Mm-hmm. Uh, did we ever see a rat in the orphanage? No. I don't remember. I just wanted to make sure. No, you have not seen a rat in the orphanage. Awesome. Um, for the rot? Indeed. Mm. Do you believe that the rot is correlated to this earth? I have come to believe this, yes. I should probably look at myself. <laughs> but that involves taking off my arm. <laughs> should probably get yourself checked. <laughs> Perhaps a doctor. I oh. don't. Oh, I drew take you. a look at your ass. <laughs> you know, that actually That's where it presents first, weirdly. <laughs> that actually seems Everyone to be where the problem is. It's the ass know? rot. <laughs> first your throat's dry, then your ass is dry. <laughs> um... The national progression. Got that crotch rot. (laughs) I guess. Have I seen any kind of rot before? That's completely unfamiliar to me. Correct. You have not seen Mm -hmm. anyone come down with this rot. When we were sent to see you, uh, we were told that you. Uh, that you left the orphanage uh, because your wife was ill and that perhaps uh, you were not 
desirable to see Sister Madeline in charge? Is that the truth? Caroline was a beautiful woman, earnest and hardworking. She should have been given the orphanage. Neither Desiel nor Madeline had the kind heart that my wife possessed. But she grew ill, and I was unable to keep her alive. And then they sent brothers to take her to the cathedral. I was no longer able to help, given the state she was in. The delirium made her begin to see things, and she grew violent. Was this, forgive my asking, but was this before or after you came to be as you find yourself now? Did you still go by your name at this time? I was still Corin, yes. I cared for her myself in private. We took up in an abandoned row home in the North Slums. I did not want to risk contaminating our home for when she grew well. But I could not save my wife. The Awakened Ones took her to the cathedral and I did not see her again. What was she afflicted with? It was not... I do not know what plagued my wife. At first her skin began to decompose and wither as the others. The delirium gave her visions. She would sit idle, eyes closed, whispering to shadows in the dark. And then suddenly her skin stopped rotting. Her skin grew pale. Did... Did she have any contact with anyone else during this time? Do you mean if anyone came to visit her? If anyone came to visit her? If she went to see anyone else? The only woman brave enough to see her in her state was her kindest friend. Was it Sister Desiel by any chance? Oh no. Oh no. Okay. Sister Isabel. She was the mother of the orphanage at the time. Uh, Desiel served under her for 20 years, I was told. Correct. We're good. Um, Isabel had just announced that she would be vacating her position 
and told Carolyn that she wanted to choose her. But Carolyn grew gravely ill. With the same thing that affected the others? Or something else? No, um... As Ether. Yeah. <laughs> just heard. No, I know. Um, she was... She presented with symptoms yeah. of the rot early okay. on. Got it. He quarantined her in an abandoned row home in Slums North to care for her. After several, like, days, like, he's not giving you a time frame, like, an elapsement of how long she was ill. Okay. But after a time period, her skin suddenly stopped rotting. But he does not, obviously, he does, he's not giving you the inclination that he feels something he did. Okay. Suddenly halted this disease's progression. Okay, so he's unsure as to what stopped this then. Correct. Okay. And what he said was her skin stopped rotting and grew pale, and she began to speak to things in the room that were not there, like whispering to shadows. Um, okay. Um. Did she have dark circles under her eyes? Very dark eyes. She did. <laughs> um, quick question to the DM. Uh-huh. That's similar to a yeah. backstory, right? To yours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Another. DJ, welcome to your bamboozle. That's what I was doing on this my phone was looking at Discord. Just <laughs> scrolling. No, 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 Not like this. <laughs> just that. <laughs> um, um, that's how it feels. That's how it feels. Uh-huh. Welcome to the club. Oh, my palms are sweating. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Is yeah, that's how it feels. Uh huh. <laughs> um. <coughs> you said that she was taken away and that you never saw her again. I noticed that you did not say that she necessarily passed on from this life. I was told that she died in the care of the brothers in the cathedral. Um, is it possible that they used these people for another purpose? Perhaps sent them into the mine? I do not know. I do not know what physical prowess my poor wife would have offered in her state. Um, perhaps not what she could offer, but what a dying person can offer. What can a dying person offer? Everything they have left. I am not dying. And I give everything I have left. Some people are good and are able to do that, and some people may not have a choice. Indeed. I'm sure you know as well as any details of what lies in the mine. I do. Perhaps greed is <laughs> <more> stronger. <laughs> How much trouble are we in? <laughs> I don't know yet. Let's find out. So, um, Catherine was taken to the cathedral and. Carolyn. Carolyn. Damn. <laughs> you made, you made me double check my notes. I was like, wait, I wrote Carolyn. Carolyn was taken 
by the cathedral into the inner walls, correct? Correct. Into the inner sanctum. Um, that was the same thing they did with my father. Did oh. they? That's a big one. <laughs> That's a real big one. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yes. Um, I was only allowed to see him occasionally. Uh, and when I did, there was one sister who was very upset that I would do so. Which sister is this? <laughs> I want to say Sister Anna. Good lord. <laughs> no, That's not... a real big one. <laughs> Jesus. Sister Tabitha. Tabitha? I do not know Sister Tabitha. Yes, this was um, not in Oshwamp. Where was this? Hryak. Land of exiles. Yes, that's correct. And that is where you hail from? (laughs) Where I was sent, yes. Sent? My parents brought me there, rather. Interesting. I'm gonna die. <laughs> I I've said too Could much. You spell, oh, no. Can you spell that? What, Hryath? Yeah. Or Hryath? Yeah, it's uh, H-R. Can rewatch this episode and take notes? Yep. H-R-A-Y-E-K. I apologize if I have to ask additional questions during the session. It's okay. We're that deep in information. H-R-A-Y-E-K. Yeah, it's on the map. It's better. Pay attention. Got it. Thank you. What do you know of the rot? What do I know of it? Well, it first presented, as far as I know, here in the city, twelve years ago. I was called to care for the men who were dying. Dwarves who had just returned from the mine. <laughs> what? what else what? do you know, you bitch? <laughs> what? <clears throat> Nesgrim, you look you look more uncomfortable than that time that you drank dirt. <laughs> or the time that you struck out with that woman. Yeah. That was just a few minutes ago. Right? Yes. So the well poisoning happened twelve years ago now. Indeed. Uh, okay. Uh, my father died this year. That is strange. Of the rot. I do not know how it would spread outside the walls of the city. But I have not left Oshwamp. Um... You say that he died this year, but you spoke as though he this had is, this disease when you were a boy. Um, this was this is eight sixty three, right? Uh, yes. Cool. Um, no, this was this year. It's actually what prompted my uh, journey to Oshwamp. So you <laughs> did have a reason. Everyone has a reason for coming to Oshwamp, don't they? Not this one, as far as I am aware. But perhaps there is I more to running. her story. Can I make an inside check to know that Given she probably has a reason? The dirt? Sure. Sweet. It's, oh no. I will. I oh. was running. <laughs> yeah, she was genuinely running. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
Fair no enough. one could follow me here. Or so I thought. <laughs> now we're both being stalked. Um. Okay. Uh. In my backstory, there was a battle that had taken place about a year before that. Is it related? <laughs> who are you asking? No. This dude who totally wouldn't you. know? Yeah, Sorry. The DM. Me? Sorry, the DM, yeah. I don't know. You'll have to find out someday. Great. <laughs> awesome. You think you should just ask um, God the answer? Remember that time I said that the widow's whale presents in areas where there's great death? Uh-huh. That's my connecting... Right. Factual thing for at least associating right, an yeah. idea for an Esgrim, at least at this point. Yeah. No, that makes. I. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um. It doesn't make any sense. For your home? No. I know. <laughs> you don't know what went on in the woods. Oh, I lived there. <laughs> I'm very Big old. trees. <laughs> Lots of big trees. Oh, boy. I like your bamboo slings. Sarah, it's a good one. I am <laughs> older than everyone in this party. Mm-hmm. Would you say older than dirt? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. She is dirt. Not <laughs> Maybe okay. Desi Helva is on mm-hmm. that battle. Um, okay. The dwarves who returned to the mines came first into slums north, and I was called to care for them, so I was forced to leave. Temporarily, my position at the orphanage. I cared for them, but there was nothing I could do to save their lives. Is that what led to where you are now? No. I was given justice. Given justice? That is what they call it. They... Oh, no. I feel as though... You have said they once before. Who are they? And he just kind of, like, gestures at the markings around his neck. Are they... Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. They look like the the scratchings that would, uh... I I forget exactly what the medical terminology is for the the tautness and then Mm -hmm. the, like, scratches that flail up from, like, ropes as you struggle. Mm -hmm. Ligature marks? Correct, yeah. Mm. I... Um... Was quite outspoken when Carolyn was taken against the orders and the ordinances of the cathedral. Heresy, they called it. And I saw Cain up close for the first time. Cain? Mm-hmm. Is that the name of the executioner? Correct. For the first time? Indeed. You mean to say that this occurred more than once? Not that I have had this happen more than once, but uh, you could say I pay more attention to the executions now. Mm. I do my best to linger in the crowds. If you found yourself at the end of a rope, how is it that you came to walk among the living again? I do not know what binds me. I only remember standing on the scaffolding of the gallows and Cain proclaiming my heresy 
and the civilians called out for mercy, and I was not given mercy. The... How long ago was this? A little less than 12 years now. How long ago were the riots? 12 years. Um, <clears throat> as I fell, the rope did not break my neck. And all I remember is being whisked away. Something holding my eyes closed. And a terrible feeling in my body. As I breathed cold air, I saw Carolyn in all her beauty once more. She told me, stand, and I did. <laughs> this poor guy. Feel bad. I want to give him a hug. <laughs> Do you want to hug him? You're cursed now. <laughs> so in exchange for trying to save these people and giving up your post at the orphanage, you were re- rewarded with attempted death? I wouldn't say attempted. I suppose so. You sit somewhere in a place between life and death. I recall a river. The sound of rushing water. And silence. Nothing more. And then the chill touch of Isabel on my face. Sister Isabel. Indeed. Perhaps she brought you back somehow, unnaturally. I do not know. When Sister Isabel leaned back, her visage changed, and that was when I saw Carolyn standing over me. What did Isabel's visage change to? Carolyn. Okay. It's as though he opened his eyes for the first time and saw the face of Isabel with a hand on his face and then as she leaned back he saw Carolyn standing there as he said in all her youthful glory mm-hmm. perhaps the spirit of Carolyn gave you life somehow I wouldn't call this life yet here you stand Yes, I am still standing. Um, Corin, do you know who else might know more about the rot? The rot? Yes. All the dwarves died. Was there anyone exposed to the dwarves who lived, maybe spoken to them? Aside from you, of course. I do not know the names of the the brothers. Okay. Men in the North Guard, though, are the ones who brought the dwarves to the row homes. 
where I cared for them. Um, did they tell you anything while you were caring for them about what they saw? The dwarves? Yes. They did. What did they tell you? Um, when the delirium began to set in for them, a few of them began to mutter terrifying nonsense. But I have not been able to verify any of what they say they saw. What did they say that they saw? As they dug deep into the mines, exploring a passage, they were sent there to escort monks from the cathedral. They were searching for a lost relic, one taken from the cathedral by a brother who betrayed them and fled north of the walls. They wanted to find this and bring it back. Uh, do not know what it is exactly that they were looking for, but they were told where to go, as though someone had seen into the mines. And when the dwarves dug leading the monks below they found and he just points at the ground below him a withered rotten creature a creature tethered to vines elevated in the air attached to the walls of the cavern Wild white flowers blooming out from this body. Many of his friends felt as though they were called to this creature. He watched as they walked over this black earth as worms and maggots wriggled around their boots and they approached the figure and watched as the vines flayed their flesh and sewed it to the creature. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. Now, when you say, like, sewed it, to the creature like uh, like a patch so, like, over fabric or a patch repairing fabric? No. Like, literally, they flayed the skin of these people mm-hmm. and then slapped it on the area of this decomposed body. An amalgamation. As though, like, the and, vines were binding right. the skin okay. over what would be, you know, the bones gotcha. and other okay. remnants of a... Of a creature. Of a decrepit, corpse-like creature. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I've just genuinely destroyed it. <laughs> uh, I can see it in yeah. my mind, and yep. I hate that yep. I can see it. Yep. Good. It's Lord. an amalgamation. Just makes me think of the fucking creatures from um, 
one of the games I played. Nice. One of the first games that I played, and I can't think of what it is. Bioshock. No, it's a space one. Dead, Dead space. space. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yep, that's what I think of, because I'm pretty sure there is something hanging from, like, meat and things <coughs> in that, so that's a wonderful visual. Their blood sunk into the soil below, and the vines grew and wriggled towards the other dwarves, and they fled, leading the monks away. Did the monks return as well? I do not know. I was only sent to care for these dwarves as they died. Did they say if the vines got bigger? They grew in width? Like, yeah, like girth or like (laughs) (laughs) both. (laughs) Oh, Oh, the tunnels are just vine holes. Yeah, that's what I'm, you know. That indentation stretching How far underground are we? How far are you guys underneath the tavern here? I mean, realistically, probably only about 20-ish feet, I would say. Like, not not a significant okay. depth. Not deep enough to suggest that perhaps this these vines traverse the entirety of Oshwamp. Like, does it... That isn't realistically a question I can <laughs> okay. answer, Sarah. Okay. I, I, <laughs> okay. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> we're not further down than people would dig for construction purposes. Correct. Yeah. Or, okay. Correct. Yeah. Like that's dig a basement. <laughs> oh, God, what the fuck is that? Those are the vines. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. Like mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't know if it was oh, like, oh, we've Lord. been traveling underground a while, so like no one's been down this far. Mm-hmm. Um, not to. S- I don't know, but... Did any of the dwarves say if they tried to fight back against the vines? No. They all just ran. They either walked towards it or ran in fear. But I blame myself for Carolyn's death. Did... you expose her to it? No. But I fear that I carried the contagion back to her. So you are not affected by it? What do you believe to have carried it? I believe so. I do not know, though. Sadly, uh, my time at the gallows occurred shortly after but I did not have any symptoms. Uh, one of the boys mm. you've you treated, uh, Clark. Good boy. You cured him. I did. The disease had not spread too far. He asked us to thank you, by the way. I should thank him. And why is that? Ah, Carolyn is not the only one I got killed. His father, a good man, he was the person who led the calls for mercy when I was on the gallows. 
and they called them rioters and burned them in their homes. Oh, oh my, my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, those houses have been like that for 12 years! Yeah. Good lord! We knew that. Mm-hmm. that. They told us that. Yeah, but still, now we know why. Yeah. <laughs> um, Corrin, uh, can you read any of the symbols carved in the walls? I cannot read them, no. Did you put them there? I carved them. I have found notes in various locations. It may be early to say, but I don't think you are responsible for the death of your wife. That is kind of you. I... I'm gonna look at my party. Kind of make eye contact for a second. I believe some of the sisters may not be what they oh, present. Oh, uh, Hold on, let me make sure I have these in the right <coughs> order. Yep. If you could read them in that order. Out loud or to himself? Oh, out loud. Uh, and where am I getting these from? He's giving you to them. Because these are okay. notes that he has taken. Because he has been the one leaving these notes. Okay. Uh, so the first one. Boxes of scorched earth. Withered branches. Foul stenched breath disguised by ale and confections. Heed the allure of the luscious. Oh. I feel her, the whispers. Breath on my neck at night. Breath on my neck at night. Breath on my neck. Relentless gaze. Heat of her hunger. It swells within me. My pulse in her neck. I can feel it in my heart. Our hunger. Yikes. So, quick question. Mm-hmm. After I drank the tea, uh, mm-hmm. I made a save for it was a uh, charm. Charm. And oh, then when boy. I succeeded, I was frightened. Right? Is that if I am I recalling that right correctly, or was it I was <laughs> frightened later? You were frightened later in the combat by something else that gotcha. Sister Destiny okay. did. I wasn't sure if it was a connection between half nope. the dwarves went and half ran. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'll give you them. At something. Oh, sorry, oh. I did forget one. I was looking for it. Where is this? Where would that have been? That would have honestly been the first one. It doesn't matter though. Okay, well I'll read it anyway. Uh, fractured horns, molten iron, mounds of clay, tinctures, tinctures, tinctures of still warm blood. The unflinching eye, shreds of skin, stuck to cloth, feast. Question, question mark? mark? Question yes. Mark. Mm-hmm. That's worse. Because <laughs> <laughs> Lord, that's not any better. Oh boy. Something, um. something happened. 
while we were in the orphanage. Uh, no. God, I don't. Is this at the end? Yes. <laughs> Mountains of bodies in the cellar, emaciated, symbols in the flush, invocation. Symbols in the flesh. These are the symbols that were in the flesh. He's not marking the symbols that are in the flesh. Uh, is there that this script on those as well? There is some script on these as well. Okay. There is one that matches that. That matches that something on the wall. Yes. It might honestly be the one that Paul has. Oh no. Ow. I don't remember which one Paul took. No, no, it's this one. It is there. Okay, yeah. just I I feel like I remember which one Paul yeah. took, but yeah, it's it's the mountains of bodies one. Mm-hmm. Great. The last one, and that matches that one. This yeah, that one matches here. That. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Let me give you those, Lord. Because there are how many of those total that you guys have now? I think it's six. Five. Five. Yeah. Okay. And these symbols are that elven language? Uh-huh. Yeah, it looks similar to that, yes. Okay. Ooh, Can boy. I see the ones that you got? Yeah. Just so this way I make sure that I... Mm-hmm. Ah. That's the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, Corrin. Uh, Nope. Sorry, not Corn. <laughs> called him Corn like six times. I know, but I'm not going to do it again. So tactful. You're going mm-hmm. to do it again. He's going to do it again. You're like an inconsiderate rich <laughs> person in a movie. You're right. Ah, it's Corrin! Like, it's like, uh, Tim, hey, don't call me Corn. Corrin, good to see you! <laughs> yeah, it's very good to it's see you! It's been yeah, awesome. Tim, 20 Mark. minutes! My name's Tom. Yeah, right, Tim! Tim, of course! That's what I said! <laughs> Diabolist. Diabolist. <laughs> yes. The Diabolist. The Diabolist. Sorry. Um, Dr. Diabolist. <laughs> um, <laughs> doc- it's Dr. Doctor. A Diabolist is a doctor. <laughs> is it? Yeah. What language? Uh, they're healers. It's an old, ancient form of the word. Ew. Yeah. Di- Diabolists were originally healers. I'm going to be honest. I, Dr. Doctor, give me the news. Healers back when healers thought they were getting the devil out of you. Correct. Uh, uh, oh, so like. Yes. When yeah. epilepsy was He's procession. here to cleanse you of the devil. Great. Yeah. Um, totally uh, safe. Fuck. <laughs> he might be the safest guy in the city. I gotta <laughs> go. <laughs> I'm mm. falling. I gotta go. Mm-hmm. Bossamar okay. gotta leave. <laughs> Bossamar's gotta boss a run. <laughs> <laughs> you could have gone with boss a go. That's what I would have said. Boss a go. Boss a leave. <laughs> <laughs> Boss, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they all work. Boss is great. <laughs> uh, welcome, Loxy of Loramir. Wanted to check you out. Heard good things. I'll be lurking. Well, thank you very much. I'm, uh, I'm glad that someone is out there spreading the word. I hope you enjoy the show. So, the Diabolist. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you know of the well poisoning 12 years ago? Supposed. Alleged. <laughs> that the well poisoning was a front. <laughs> a front. For the rot. Uh, yes. They claimed that the wells were poisoned. They did not want people to know of the existence of these dwarves. 
they also claim the riots were started. Correct. Because of the wells. Correct. Mm. That was their justification for slaughtering those innocent people that begged for mercy for me. It is why I am doing what I'm doing. Oh no. You say that you know not what Can you get those the yes. these symbols mean, but that they are symbols you have seen. Yes, I believe they are names. That is also why I paid the men who I sent into the orphanage to procure the names. Do you believe them to be an ancient name of some kind or simply written in an older I do text? not know. I have not been able to discern this language or its meaning. Um, I think or its origin. Perhaps I can at least tell you what some of these words mean. That would be greatly appreciated. I just kind of like. <laughs> hey! Do we know that? No. Do we know he knew that? No. That's new? That's new for me? Very new. You have knowledge of I'm this surprised. language? Everything's been you surprising have seen it so before. far. This is the least surprising thing I've Tis seen. Akin to the language in the letter that we found on Desiel. Yes, I that did. is accurate, yes. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not know you were more familiar than a few words. It seems very similar to Elvish. It's rather straightforward, actually. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're an elf, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, please, if you could... Uh, I'm also uneducated, though, so it's... Yep. Gotcha. I believe that uh, this word here uh, is also written on the wall there is the word grief. Grief. Is it? I do believe so. And this one appears to say agony. Is that accurate? I believe that this one says liquid. Is that on? Livid. 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 Yeah. I was gonna say liquid's a little. (laughs) (laughs) Sister stack. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my handwriting's bad. That's all (laughs) good. And this here, the word torment. Mm hmm. Okay. And this one appears to be despair? Correct. You do, do you see the elvish there, yes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna roll. Is it more clear to you now? <laughs> and see if I can semi decipher any of this. Cool. Can I roll too? What would sure. that be? Not history. Uh, no, straight I mean, intelligence? I would say or? it's a straight intelligence check because, you know. Still bad. Yeah. Nine. 
I mean, fifteen. I would say you could add your proficiency because you are proficient in elvish. I mean, they're, okay. They appear to be one to one. Yeah, mm-hmm. like letter to letter. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah like where the letters overlap, you would see the trend in sure. Yeah, where absolutely. Were in the words that I'm yeah. speaking in common. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you guys can tell it looks similar, almost just like a more played up form of elvish, <laughs> like those like illuminated manuscript, correct? Like, big letters. <laughs> correct. Like, what letter is that even? Like it's English. Yes. I just can't tell. Yep. Which yeah, it looks genuinely similar to elvish. Um, Yalumlo is just good at associating the letters. Okay. So then we know these ones too. Do you? It's very straightforward, really. Is this? Do you two want to make intelligence checks to see if you can discern some of these other things? Sure. Again, proficiency as well. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Nine. Nine. So, Don, I will say that you are able to of those three over there. You can recognize that it's an abbreviation. Oh, hence the dots. And it's S O and you cannot tell that third letter. Okay. Um Ethier, do any of those symbols match the one that we found <laughs> afoot in slums? So begins the language game, friends. <laughs> All the way back to the beginning. I know. <coughs> what was your question? If it matches the symbol we found afoot in the slums. I uh, have you mean symbols drawn? Wasn't that, the that, hand? Was, that was different. That oh, was it was a hand. Palm. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Not the, the hand is the same three-letter one. Yeah, the one that oh, he was just as that. that he just this gave here? you two of the same, three letters yes. for was on the hand. Okay. This, yes. isn't, this isn't infernal, is it? This is infernal. Why does Infernal look like Elvish? It's an R. You'll have to find out someday. What were you looking at? I was saying this is an R, assuming these letters match up and aren't, like, scrambled. They're close, but no. Okay. (coughs) Um. (coughs) Uh, Okay, it's... Um, Did I spill the beans on Desiel yet? Did I, I think I was trying to do that. You were starting to. Mm-hmm. I think I know what that third letter is, but Nesgrim doesn't. I mean, you can take a guess. Um, Ethier, is that third letter maybe an A? I, Despair has an A in it. Unless the symbol is, like, incredibly A lot of them are very similar. That's, again, why I'm only giving you the two. Okay. Because, again, they bleed into each other. Uh, The the sisters are called the uh, Sisters of Acceptance. SOA. I mean, logically, that makes sense. Could be an L. (laughs) (laughs) was a joke. Oh. Love and acceptance. (laughs) Oh, gotcha. Mm, Yes. Yes, there There it is. is. Mm. There it is. It it, it was slow build, but it got there. Mm. I got there. Do you want to make another intelligence 
attempt on. Yeah. Since you're like actively trying to look in comparison to sure. the letters, I'm aware. My handwriting is not perfect. Yeah. These are fucking I, weird I just script symbols that, that like the... I'm not going to be able to make perfect yeah. every I, fucking I time. I thought that that third one was the same as that because it looks identical to me. Let me see this one. <laughs> Unless that's not the right word. I might have shuffled them. I was trying to it show them. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. Okay. So, again, you can just make the check and I'll tell you. All right, sure. Yeah. Uh, so that's a 10. I mean, it's close enough. I'm just going to say you're okay. Because, again, you're looking and comparing letters. Okay, sure. Yeah, I shuffled them. Yeah. That's going to be despair. This yeah. One's gonna okay. be it's a lowercase s. Okay, that makes sense. S-O-S. So, so yeah. Help. Which and is, that what, is what I, was that's on what the I thought, hand. Like Correct. me, logically, Correct. it makes sense. Correct. Okay. I'm gonna walk to the other walls. Mm-hmm. Um. The right wall. The right wall. Mm-hmm. I believe that this word is vermin. Vermin. DM yes. Sorry, what? Vermin? Yeah. Correct. As you are at the right wall, you are right near his notebooks that are laid out. Mm. Don. Oh, sorry. While everyone is shuffling around. Mm -hmm. I'm going to look at my feet. I want to go up to him. Mm-hmm. See, I was going to do this before, but now I'm second-guessing okay. this mo- this moment. Mm-hmm. Because um, I did want to put my hand on his face. But after him saying yeah, that happened, I think that's that a bad memory. idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, are his hands exposed? Uh, yeah. All? Yeah, his palms are out. Um, I'd like to reach out for his hand. I appreciate the gesture, dear, but I do not know if even in this state, if I carry the rot. He touched me, my face earlier, didn't he? Indeed. He did, yes. But that was again because he thought you were a fucking rat. (laughs) Good news, he doesn't think you're a rat. That's that's where where the rat thing came from for me. Correct. I would not want to get you ill. Uh, do um, I... You want to give me the translations for what's on the top and bottom of this so yeah. I don't have to play the guessing game? Yes. <laughs> With your handwriting? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm terrified. Can I just say it real quick? Uh, yeah, I yeah. just want to make sure that I get done. I wanted to cast Cure Wounds on him. I, I know it's not going to do... Starting to think that the hand with the SOS carved into it was probably a marker. Okay, yeah, it is what I thought. Thank you. Because it was standing up out of the snow, if I remember right. Uh, no, I think I think it was. Oh, uh, uh, it was the bird that let him. Can I intelligence right. check right. for this one? I've gotten. I mean, I'm pretty sure it says grief. It is grief. Is it? it is all right, grief. it's yeah. the same one. Okay, the symbol's yes. not. That symbol's not exactly the same, so I just wasn't sure. Yep. Okay, so that is that is grief then. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. 
Do you want to cast Cure Wounds on him? I really do. It's up to it's... you. Um, you you have already touched my skin. Indeed, I apologize, but I feared you were one of the vermin. Yes, I'm sorry, cultists. It's... Yes. I, uh, I apologize for that as well. It is all right. You have not seen any of them, have you? How well did you know Sister Desiel? Um, not exceedingly well. She was very, um, stubborn in her ways and kept to herself but I did my best to make peace with the other sisters, to preserve appearances, to make things easier on Carolyn. We I had... did not want any of them to bicker with me and take it out on her. We had a bit of a, um... Confrontation. Indeed. With her. Uh... Sister Tessiel was not what she seemed. She was the one who has been poisoning Sister Madeline. With the earth? Yes, she's the one who gave it to Nesgrim. She also tried to give it to me. Okay. I do Um, not know where she would have harvested the earth from. She claimed it was from her brother. Uh... A man by the name of what? Deloin. Deloin. I was like, I was like Delran. I'm like, no, I think that's a city. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. Um, he is from the Aveth Woods, where I'm from, where this plague also exists. I did not know Desiel to have a brother. That's what I was told. He was someone I trusted who I later found to be, if not the cause of the desecrated earth, the someone allowing it to happen. Yes, I do not think one person could be the cause of this. It's, it's much further spread than I initially thought. We are also not sure that that was actually Desiel. If it was her brother, as this thing said, it is possible that it is made up or the brother of whatever this... She looked very much like him. Hmm. Did you not get a reading from her eye? I did, but that was one of the two eyes... What did you see in her eye? I saw a, um... I saw Sister Desiel, uh, much younger, uh, her hair matching the fall season. Um, 
She was looking around desperately as if something had caught her attention. She took a step towards the figure that I was in the perspective of in this vision. And she was in white covent robes. And she placed her hands just below her neck and scraped dirt into it. And I heard the cry of a baby and a shrill voice that said bargain. Tessiel did not have children. She never had a lover as well. Uh, I do not know whose child that was. Perhaps she made a bargain for the child? Do you... How are you sure of that? That Desiel did not have children? Yes. I mean, Carolyn and I were in the orphanage day to day. Um, Desiel was... Presumably very old. Possibly. I suppose if it predated our time at the orphanage with her. If she... Is... Mm. I've said a thought. (laughs) You said she was younger. Yeah, I said in terms of him for like an elf, he would associate it with approximately like a decade or a little bit more. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Never mind then. Could I ask you about these notes you have over here? Oh, uh, I suppose. (coughs) What of them? They do not appear to be notes that you have written for yourself or to be delivered to another, but rather... Perhaps something you have found? Indeed, that last one, yes. May I ask where you found this? There is a location at the site of justice in one of the mausoleums. I believe they meet. I found it there. It is referencing... Some groups of people that I believe that Dasiel may have had association with? Perhaps. I do not know. Do you mind? No, go ahead. I believe that it is addressed here at the top to my sisters. Oh god. Oh boy. And it is signed Mother? Perhaps. Thank you. Ethier, perhaps you will know something more about this. And I'm gonna Concerning hobbits is not appropriate right now. This mm-hmm. needs to change immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. We um, need spooky. <laughs> gonna fish out the letter that we found on Desiel mm-hmm. and show it to Corin. Okay. Done. <coughs> Thank you. <clears throat> this 
this is relating to hags. Perhaps you should use your down voice and speak it aloud for this dream. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of boring if we're all just staring. Oh, I mean, we're going to pass paper. it about, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this note says, I wasn't sure if this is something that we'd had and I didn't. I haven't seen. I wasn't sure if it was red or not. Uh, this note says, They are stalking. Careful where you hunt. Stay in pairs. Deny all accusations. Leave no bones, trails, or markings. This is not a time of gluttony. Only accidents. No association. Silence until the chosen has her last light. Their efforts will wane as the snow rises on the first snow of many faces. <laughs> we will have our moment. All my love. Signed, Mother. Yes. We stay in pairs? Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> um. There's, there's, an, there's another one. We missed one. Oh, we missed one. Jokes on us. They're all hags. That just sounds insulting. <laughs> what an interesting thing to think. These notes that you have shown us, <coughs> where did these phrases come from? Some of them are things that I heard as I listened to their meetings, but I could not go inside the buildings. I was not welcomed. And these meetings were being held at the mausoleum? Not only the mausoleum, no. I don't suppose you could tell us where you heard each of these things? Okay, so for... Because you have grief, agony, livid, torment, and despair, Despair. Mm -hmm. That's the first one I have. Alright, I'll grab my map. Because i got to give you the actual... Going on a monster hunt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very worried about Felix. And also the boy. So am I. <laughs> I'll write him on the back. I'm also worried about the boy that I let go. So I, I have so I. I have all five, so you can just give them to me in whatever order you have them, and I'll flip and write for whichever one it, it applies to. Oh, I'll flip and write all right. Yeah. Flip and write. Yeah. Flip and write all right. Yeah. Okay. Do you have your map with you? Uh, yeah. Okay. You want the slums north one? Okay. 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 So, the burnt home just south of the orphanage, just below it. Correct. That's where grief was overheard. The, the message that at the bottom here. has grief. Okay. Use that one. Why? Because it's inkier. It'll show up then. <laughs> it's inkier. I mean, I can see it. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Alright. It's a better pen, but... Like a six uh, and pen. then the one southeast corner. Correct. No, no, no up. Yes. Oh, physical. Okay. Yeah, sure, it's sure. literally a burnt home on the map. That's Got why it. these are here. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Great. Uh, that one's agony. Do they look burnt? Yeah, they're oh. literally they're like the oh, outlines the, of foundation. Uh, yeah, that's them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, okay, so the one near the gallows. Oh. Correct. That one 
He heard at different times. He heard livid and he heard torment. Where did he say he, he heard people saying these? So he has heard like people saying something and then notes left at the location. Like symbols okay. carved into a body and he has repeated the symbols carved into the body. Got it. And then that's despair on the body. Correct. Okay. Yes. So like he is effectively finding crime scenes, mm-hmm. going there, finding the symbols, writing them down, and then as he stalks and is hunting effectively, when he hears a message that he associates with a scene, he writes down what he hears. Okay. How this is the coolest character ever. <laughs> he is He's really so cool. cool. Thank you. Really I love him. Cool. If anything happens to him, I'm going to be very sad, John. <laughs> oh well. Oh don't kill God! Him. Please don't kill him immediately. Uh, Surprise! I mean, vines grow from the dirt. Oh and he's man, dead, dead. that's a bad thing. Ethier, <laughs> <laughs> I saw you attempting this script uh, underneath yes. the passage here on the back wall. Yes, I, I don't I, suppose you had much luck. I got a few letters, but I could not get any further. Can he attempt another yeah, roll since he was literally going through rest. it before I just give it to him? Yes. Hell yeah. We're just over here like... That's over 20. Yeah. I never learned how to read. So I will <laughs> say that you gain almost all the letters, and okay. then if you want to show him. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to be blunt, I've written so many things in this script, and they're all over different locations. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Believe that it says she watches. That is what I discerned as well. Um. Oh. It sounds like the sisters may be more dangerous than we thought. I would say so. Um. I believe if we return to the orphanage, that. Sister Lauren would invite you in. I don't know a Lauren, but... Very well. Wait. What sisters wait, do you remember from wait. the orphanage? Lauren and Corrin. Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> what if this is a trap? This is... Not, Are you not asking for that us. out loud? Pretty much anything would be a trap. Out loud. Mm. Just not that question was a trap. For him. Oh, what do you mean, oh. a trap for me? If they know that you are the only one that is capable of curing whatever is caused by mm. drinking this dirt, perhaps this was an attempt to lure you out of hiding. You know too much. Now you gotta go. I don't know. I do not think they know who I am. What sisters do you remember being at the orphanage? Um, Freya, Madeline, Desiel, Desiel. Uh, my wife Carolyn, mm-hmm. uh, Isabel while she was still the director. I remember uh, Sister Amber. 
Sister Margaret. Surely there's no one word with this many M's and M's and nuns. I figured it out. What about Sister Meredith? Oh, yes, I remember Meredith. I thought I was onto something. There's nothing. Okay. Oh, my God. Hopping back and forth between current sisters, ancient, like, past sisters. <laughs> Fucking annoying. Instead of a DM screen, you just need a bunch of tablets. Yep. <laughs> like, I genuinely have really thought about setting up multiple tablets and being like, beep, 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 beep. I mean, Acker. we have. I might honestly extra. start doing that. What do you make of the letter that we found on Sister Dessiel? Um... I don't understand why they would want a, a child. And I do not... Uh, I cannot read this language. Yes, of course. So this is the one that said, if you just guys want to just say that you're telling him, this mm-hmm. is the one yeah. that said yeah. auntie and grandmother. Mm-hmm. Wait, what language and is it? And then it's signed to you at the bottom. Like, this is yeah. a... Different one. That's wait. That's a different language. Do we oh, recognize what language it is? Mm-hmm. These ones are like a modified, fancier Elvish. Mm-hmm. Okay. This that's the this one that's infernal. infernal. Mm-hmm. This oh, this one. This, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought else. that was the same one. Mm-hmm. Do I recognize? Lauren still that? knows this one. I'm sure I don't. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, none of us know what that is. Yep. This is a different one. And this is another one that he knows. Are you a linguist? What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking I about. Dabble? <laughs> I dabble. <laughs> Jeez. I thought it was okay, the same one. So, no. So you tell him that it mm. says auntie and grandmother? I have not seen <laughs> any of these notes that match this writing, nor use these titles. I do not understand. I do not know if they are the same or how they are connected. I believe they are connected, but I'm not sure. It seems as though there is some form of hierarchy. It does. And uh, whatever it was that Sister Dessiel became Perhaps there are more. Perhaps. What did... What did she look like? Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah. just description. Okay. Description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I'm not going to do it justice. Bracket it's been inter- weeks. Yeah, so, <laughs> yes, okay. Um, I definitely So yeah, you describe, like, the change in the hair, the callous leathery skin, yeah. uh, the different looking clothes, the engorged eye, the cracked, like... Um, you know, broken-looking teeth, the fra- like the fragments of skulls on her necklace and the, things like that. The blood that was dirt. Correct. Yeah, the blood dirt. Dirt blood. Dirt blood. Mud blood. 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 Oh. <laughs> oh, don't say that one. Oh. Do you know anything of these? I do not know what these creatures are called, but I have seen something like it in the woods. In when I go to gather herbs for Luna, for her ale, 
Um, what does what herbs and what does Luna use them for? Oh, they're the medicines that she incorporates into her ale. That may be why I felt better after I drank it. Yes, it is a concoction we've worked on together to assist. Well, then you've already cured me. Thank you. You're welcome. Has, has he already cured us? The... I have not journeyed you... to their locations in the woods. I have been told to avoid their homes. It is deep at the north part of the Fellwood, beyond where I require the herbs. Sorry, acquire, not require. I do not know what they would want with a child, but we believe that we know the child that they are referring to. Who is this girl? We believe that it is a girl named Mary Bell. So you say the name Mary Bell. I do. And a man who has I have described to you as emotionless, emotionless. immediately you can see tears like glistening in his eyes, and he begins <laughs> to shake as oh. this paper is in his hand. Are you Did you say Mary Bell? That is what She's I said. She's thirteen years old. She's thirteen years old. Not yet. Oh, fuck. And she is at this orphanage? She is, and we believe that her birthday falls around the time frame that that letter appears to be alluding to. So you watch as he just brushes aside his cape and begins walking towards the door silently. Uh, uh, Where are you going, Diabolist? Is they that... will pay. Is that oh, your daughter? Fuck. Caroline was pregnant as she was ill. When she was taken from me, I was told the child did not survive. And he opens the door. Um, uh, I'm in, into his mind. Mm-hmm. You would not mind if we accompanied you? To the orphanage. If you are not opposed to bloodshed. If it is those that are not innocent, then perhaps it will be in the best interest of the children. I will accompany you on this task. Indeed. Yeah. And he opens the door and begins walking up the stairs. <laughs> I'm going to go, start though. following him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, going up with him. This mm-hmm. man's getting ready to kill a whole bunch of sisters. And I'm, I'm on his side. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am, just like, yeah, righteous anger. Um, I'm mm. going up as well. Very good. We're very You're just along this. for the Is ride. Is there a plan here? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go kill some nuns. <laughs> clarify, we haven't taken a long You've just rest been zoning while, out right? this whole time. I've been drunk. It's been some time. Uh, it's oh, probably, yeah, that's why you don't. It's probably like. You're starting to sober up. I mean, yeah, it's, what's it's going like on? mid to late afternoon. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the late afternoon now. I mean, you had taken a, a long. Or, sorry, no. A short um, rest. The two elves yeah. took the rest after the Desi L fight. Right. So I took you a short have rest. not. You took a short rest. You were fine. Mm-hmm. We were in a fight. 
before you no, were here. Okay. okay. This yeah. was... <laughs> this was... Your just sitting in there. How much did you drink? Did I win? Fight who? You should see the other... I'll them on the wall. Buck's done it again. Um... Okay. Yeah, so you watch as this man's like, you know, you, you just see his cloak as he is ascending the I'm, steps, running up I'm, after him. Yeah. Very good. Follow me. Da, da, da. <laughs> I'm ready. Not to, the clown. <laughs> oh, no. Ready, ready to follow John to my death. Yep. <laughs> I'll kill anyone for this new man. <laughs> Bring in the I've known him for 10 yep. seconds. And <laughs> I love him. If anything's happened to him. Sarah literally did say that. She was like, I love this man. If anything happens to him, I'll lose it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, we, we follow uh, Corin back up into the alley. Let me grab my map. Mm. I do want to mm-hmm. reach out and grab his hand. Sure. And cast your wounds. I do not need your help. So he, as you, mm-hmm. you know, grab him and begin to cast a spell, he turns and stops you. I will not need your help. And I recommend you close your eyes when we are there. Can you refuse a healing spell without physically stopping the caster? Yeah, I mean, he would, like, break it's your... Because con- yeah, it's, it's like touch. six seconds to cast. Oh, okay. So when you touch him, he would break your contact. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, she wouldn't be able to conclude the spell. Okay, but somebody who, like, can't move but doesn't want to be healed. Like, they're like, no, just let me lay here and die. Like, I mean, no, it doesn't say touch a willing creature for something like your wounds. It just requires contact. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay, so yes, you guys follow him up uh, back into the alley at Growler's. Um, You know, he kind of makes his way east along the street towards the walls uh, and then begins to, you know, journey up north back towards the guard, towards the tunnels, back towards Slums North. Everybody cool with Uh, this? (laughs) I mean, no, I'm not. Totally am. <laughs> I'm really ready to kill these bitches. My body is ready. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I guess we we killing these. Uh, it's no. I I, I. I don't. I don't see how this. About works. how long is the walk there? Ooh, nice. He's ready. Uh, Forty-five <laughs> minutes back. Yeah, because it's about. Yeah. You know, you guys are not at the opposite side of the district, so it's like 15-ish minutes up and then 30-ish <laughs> minutes yeah, over towards yeah. battle lines. Mm-hmm. What will you do along, when we get but, there? Uh... Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is it that you are going to do when we arrive? Take my daughter. Yeah, we'll, I... <laughs> we will do what we can to help you. I, earlier you mentioned that you needed to be invited in. How do you intend to enter the orphanage? They'll be very open to inviting me. Is he a true blue vampire? <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing? Oh. <laughs> oh, I love this man! I just got him! Time to die for him! <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're, we're following. We're walking. Yeah, so I mean, he's he's hurrying. Like as he gets to the guard, they see him. He doesn't even brandish a pass, 
and the dude just pulls the lever and moves aside. Oh boy! <laughs> We're rolling I'm with just, a VIP. <laughs> I right behind him. We're with him. All right. <laughs> just cowers away. Yeah. I, I take it he has uh, a reputation in the city for some people. Some people, right? Okay. I carry around bones and human parts, and I don't get that kind of respect. <laughs> yes, I've not gotten that one before. This fucker's got respect. <laughs> Scary fucking guy. <laughs> I, not all who would keep her from you are deserving of death. I didn't say yeah. I would kill them. I understand you're going to take your daughter back. <coughs> I would like to help you. I don't think she is safe there. Very good. But we did spend a lot of time keeping this orphanage safe. Well, the other children will indeed be safe. None of them will even see me. Like Santa? (laughs) (laughs) Just like... Santa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see you. Ran with a belt, Santa. <laughs> We're making that launch and jump again. Up on the rooftop, diabolist. <laughs> Down the chimney, works. With old Saint shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, we're, we're, you know, it's again now late afternoon, early evening. It's overcast, so the sun is beginning to set. It's very dark. It's difficult to see. Uh, you're passing through Slums North, and it looks pretty unoccupied, uh, as though the, the shops are mostly closing down for the day. Druid crafting? Okay. Well, ca- uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you want to do something else? Weather. I'm sorry, I know I jumped I want to that. the weather. Okay, yeah, so when you druid craft, you look at the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts to pick back up around what you would associate with, like, 10 p.m., so actual, like, night, um, <laughs> as, as we broach past uh, twilight and evening, like, nighttime is when it begins to, like, flurry once more, and then it picks up uh, more as it goes into the next morning. The next day is a continuation of flurries. <coughs> so the next 24 hours, it's couple, like, two to three more hours, four more hours worth of clear... Mm-hmm. Uh, about eight, eight-ish hours worth of flurry, like five hours of pretty heavy snow, and mm-hmm. then another eight hours of like alternating light snow and flurry. Yeah, so we follow him along. You guys did mention Clark, but yeah, no, I'm not going to go there. Uh, so yeah, we're going right to the orphanage as far as he is concerned for his motivations. Yep, understood. Okay. Yeah, so Here we we, we pass by <coughs> one of the burnt homes, and as we do, he just kind of stares at it for a moment like you can see that his gaze is affixed to this burnt home for a brief moment and you see his fist just kind of like tighten and clench is this the one you cared for Carolyn in no this is one where I heard two of them speak what did you hear Okay, that's done. Okay. Yes. I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, it's it's not anything additional. It's just for clarification purposes for you guys, for recognizing the locations. And as he passes by the gallows, he just looks up, and you can see again, he shakes at what you're assuming is the noose that was his. (laughs) When you say shakes, does he like. No, not like. No, I mean, like, you can see that his hand reaches for something at the side of him, 
and his arm and wrist is like tentatively shaking, but he instead stops and pulls his cloak tighter around him once more. And makes his way over to the orphanage with you guys all in tail. We're like struggling to keep up with this very tall man. Oh yeah, like again, oh, he's I'm doing all right. Yeah, <laughs> you're still drunk, so you. Yeah, I'm just kind of trying to piece together what we're doing. <laughs> we're murdering nuns. We're yes. killing some nuns, but apparently it's a good thing. Uh-huh. This is good nun killing. Uh huh. Uh huh. You were in there for all the explanation, yeah. sorta. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So. We're now about 60 feet away from the orphanage. Uh, um, before we get there, I'm going to uh, whistle for Malo. Okay. Yeah. So you whistle, and your bird flutters over and lands, I'm assuming, on your arm or your shoulder. Yep. Uh, and I pull out some of the rations that I have in my bag and feed, feed them her. to her. Very good. In so case... if you die, she's okay? Yeah. Is there any mud from that... the basement stuck to my boots? No. Great. It would have okay. cleared off in Great. the snow as you're passing through Slumsdor. Just not trying to spread it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I just kind of, I hand that to her and just like stroke her on the head. Uh, yep. In case I do not see you again. And she just flies <laughs> the fuck away. <laughs> yeah? Anything else you guys want to do before we get to the door? Uh, I'm going to cast Eek Fulisa on myself. Okay. Good old Lawrence language page. <laughs> Would have been easier if you were cool. like spell number four. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really like the language we made oh, for it's, him. It's, cool. it's fucking sweet. It's Swedish definitely shit. cool. Okay, so yeah, we get to the front door. You can hear inside the playful voices of children laughing. You hear what sounds like a ball, like bouncing in the hallways inside. You hear giggling. You hear the voice of, you can't really identify which sister it is, but you hear her laughing as well, running after them. And this man extends <laughs> his palm and clenches his fist once more and just heaves his fist at the door. And you hear a very loud, echoing, resonating thud. I'll uh, reach up and just, like, touch his arm and cast guidance. Cool. Um, I'm... I'm... Real concerned Terrified. about this. <laughs> Terrified. This is... Yep. So, thud echoes out, and you, after about ten seconds or so, you watch as the door just kind of lightly pulls open again. <laughs> now, you all are standing behind this man. Um, now, you're still able to see around him, and you recognize that it's Sister Lauren, who has opened the door. And you can see that, like, you know, she's kind of only slightly pulled it open because it is the nighttime, and she just peers out lightly. Oh, pardon me, sir. Can I help you? I would very much like to come inside. Gonna peer around his side. Yeah, um, yeah, we're just gonna all fan out around him. <laughs> Sister Lauren, uh, I believe that we have found the healer that you requested. Oh, did you? Oh, well, that's wonderful. Of course. Come on in, sir. And he immediately takes his hand away from the top, like, height of the door and grabs up above where he is. So you can see that this is around your height, like seven and a half feet up (laughs) into the air. And he just wrenches the door open in front of her. 
and she just takes a step back, not like scared, but oh, all right. That was sudden. Um, very well, everyone. Come inside. Uh, Sister Madeline should still be asleep in uh, her quarters. Okay. We begin walking in. Yep. Uh, should we guide him to Sister Madeline's? I don't think that's why he's I here. I feel like him. he knows his way. Yeah, let's just let this man grab guidance. His, True. Let this man grab his daughter <laughs> and go. Yeah. So, Sister, Sister Lauren is going to, though, walk ahead of you all towards the sister's quarters because she, you know, knows that, like, Corin, this man, worked here previously but mm. has not in her entire seven years here. So in terms of her manners, it would be polite to lead this man. Sure. So she begins leading him towards the west side, up the staircase. You all are following, and you watch as he just steps ahead of you and begins ascending the spiral staircase. Um, following him up. Very good. So we so, did we I'm shut so the door? I'm so nervous. Yeah. About yeah. This. We'll say that we shut the front door. I'm gonna draft him. Yep. We ascend to the second level. And Sister Lauren walks right over to the sister's quarter and inserts a key. Um, we made sure that the other sisters uh, didn't disturb Madeline, so they're all taking their rests in the nursery for the day, uh, those who need to be awake at night. Uh, so it should just be Madeline. Thank you. And she opens the door, and inside you hear, again, the rugged breathing of what sounds like a sleeping person. Okay. Um, a very hoarse sleeping person. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to mimic yeah, that don't, sound. Don't. I'll honestly just make I myself cough. I heard you do it a little bit. Yeah, I'm just going to make myself cough, and I don't really feel like doing that. I mean, but I can cough for you. Thank you. It, it'll, it'll come eventually, because I'm still coughing. Doctor, <coughs> I, I suppose we could tend to Madeline, and perhaps we could locate the other that you wish to see here. You know where she is. I'm sure that Sister Lauren could bring her here? Yes. I will attend to Madeline for you if you bring her to me. It's very well. And you watch as this hulking man takes like a step inside, turns to the left, and pulls the door closed. And Sister Lauren is just kind of standing in the door frame and like, Steps back very lightly as the door just pulls in front of her face. Oh, um. He is a very private doctor. Sister Lauren. Very well. Uh, perhaps it would be best if we left the doctor to his work. Uh, I believe that he would like to see young Marybelle while we are here. What interest would he have in Marybelle? Uh, he believes her to be someone that he may know. Interesting. Uh, Mary Bell's never really talked about her her past. Uh, she was brought to us by the cathedral when she was only a babe. But yes, that was my understanding as well, but he was so kind to come out and, and aid us with the, the condition that Madeline is in. It would only be fair. Very well, um, of course. Um, she should be... Uh, Attending to the babes in the nursery. Uh, I'll I'll grab her real quick, though. Please just wait here. It's children are sleeping, and as are some of the other sisters. Uh, I would love to go with you. I 
rather go alone, sir. I would require things to be quiet. About how far away is the nursery from where we're standing? Yeah, like 60-ish feet. Like she's Just down the hall. Yeah, it's okay. just down the... Because it's at the center, so it's like 60 feet. She wouldn't, feet. like, round a corner? Correct. You we guys, would be, she would be in your eyesight so until see. she makes the left to open the door. Mm-hmm. It's like a 10-foot recessed area to go to the door for the nursery to your left. So, no, it's not far. Cool. Cool? Okay. So, yeah, you... Don't really hear anything from inside of the sisters' quarters. You just hear kind of like the little bit of the squeaking of the wood beneath heavy footprint, like footsteps. Between a big heavy, beneath a big heavy man. Yeah. <laughs> so you hear like the little bit of the squeak, and then you don't hear anything else from inside of the sisters' quarters. You watch as Lauren walks her 30-ish feet over, turns, or sorry, 60-ish feet over, turns, inserts a key. You hear the latch unlock. You hear a door squeak open and then squeak, and then shut. You guys are standing here for about a minute and a half, two minutes. That's a long time. Yeah. And then you hear the door at the nursery open once more, and Lauren leads Mary Bell out. Oh, thank God. Towards you all. And Lauren is just walking ahead of her, just, I guess there was a man over here who said he wanted to see you. He said he might know you. And Mary Bell is just kind of looking around, confused. All right, I don't know who this man could possibly be, but... Looking at Marybelle, uh, are there any similarities to Corin? Yeah, I mean... Like, like, is she seven feet tall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pasty white, cracked skin. Does she have... Black broad eyes. shoulders. Black I eyes. Does she, have, does she have that black beard that you he's know, got? it's like a signature. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, but you would be able to tell that... Like, with the insight that we now have. Sure, but you don't know what her mother looks like, Mm -hmm. so you can't really discern whether or not she has more predominantly her mother's features Mm -hmm. or her father's features. She doesn't really look like she resembles Corin. In the fact that she's got darker colored hair, maybe that's your closest association, but that's approximately it. So you don't know if it's just that she looks more like her mother or what. Yeah. But yeah, Lauren leads Marybelle over. So... As she's walking over, you hear the footsteps once more inside of the sisters' quarters. And as Mary, Belle, and Lauren approach, the door to the sisters' quarter quickly opens, and you see the figure of Corin standing there once more. Um, as Mary Belle is walking over uh, with Lauren, I'm mm-hmm. going to ask her, uh, um, uh, you look cold. It is very cold today. Would you like a cloak, perhaps? Are you at, are you saying this to Lauren or Mary? To Mary Bell. Um, I mean, it's not that cold in here. The nursery's pretty warm. It's a little bit more drafty out here in the hallways. Um, sure, thank you. I'm gonna pull the uh, thin blanket that I have with my bedroll mm-hmm. and drape it on her. Okay. Essentially, what you did with the tent and set in the yeah, sure to see if her figure matches her figure anyway. Yeah, she's a twelve-year-old girl. Okay, you go over, you wrap this blanket around her. Thank you, sir. Um, You are welcome. Who is this man? Um, Let him introduce himself. So Corin takes one (laughs) heavy step out of the sisters' quarters, and you watch as he turns slightly and his eyes affix with Sister Lauren's and he just stares at her and says 
She is mine. And she has to make a wisdom saving throw. He's a Jedi too. This I was awesome. just gonna say, did he just Oh very good. Did she do, did he do it? Oh uh, yes, she is. <laughs> oh boy. No violence. Of course, sir. Very nice to see you again. And Mary Bell just kind of looks around. Do you all know this man? I'm sorry, I'm very confused. And he steps out into the hallway, like in the midst of you all, and goes to move past you to get towards her. Doctor, perhaps it would be best if you introduced yourself. She is old enough to understand. You would not want to startle her. And he just kind of looks at her and again pauses for a moment as now, like, she's stepped aside from Sister Lauren. And once more, you can see, like, tears swell in his eyes. And the recognition is, yeah, she looks exactly, exactly like his wife. Oh. And he oh. just shakes and he just extends his arms. I'm sorry. She is not the one. And he turns and begins to go towards the steps to walk down. Again, you guys can see that he's visibly emotionally shaken, like, like tears welling in his eyes, but he turns and shakingly begins to walk away. I'm going to run run after him. Mm-hmm. Into his mind, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask him, what do you mean she is not the one? You have come all this way. You have worked some sort of magic on Sister Lauren. I'm not fit to be a father to anyone. And you can see that he reaches the height of the steps. If I'm, I didn't hear that. No. Nope. Yeah, you guys don't know that that communication is going on. I'm going on. to mm-hmm. run after him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to follow him. Yeah. Uh... How's the kid grab, doing? Grab his arm. Uh, <laughs> she all right? She's confused. She's okay. just standing there, like bewildered. She doesn't know this man. Uh, yeah, just give us a minute. We'll we'll be right back. <laughs> so you run over yeah. to him and look uh, up at him because I'm very mm-hmm. small and mm-hmm. <laughs> somehow the shortest character in this campaign. Mm-hmm. Once more, um, what what are you doing? I cannot care for her. I am not a man any longer. Certainly you do not want to leave her here if there are more like Desiel. She's not safe here. She is not safe with me either. But safer with you than here? You may choose, uh, I, I mean, I'll make it to where you can all roll persuasions. So, the, the four of you who have communicated to him. Uh, 17. <laughs> I think you're making the right decision. Families for the birds. <laughs> <laughs> Nat 20. I haven't said anything to him. Cool, With a so. plus four. Cool. 
So, <laughs> sorry, <did> you roll <laughs> Oh, no! Oh, the lady you who cares so much him. is just not remotely convincing in the most dire of moments. Okay. Yeah, take her. If she wants to come with me, I will take her to a safer place than my room, and she can care for the others. The others? Yes, the others that I have rescued from the Here. village. That makes sense. She can watch over Abigail for me. That makes sense. <laughs> it's all coming together now. He's a hero! <laughs> he is a hero. He's been stealing He's the children. We and he just people. kind of like oh, extends just, his palm, his hand towards her. Oh. Well, you're not going to explain anything? Jesus, man. I mean, this he just kind of... Yeah, sure, I know, but like, <laughs> he just kind of extends his hand towards her and just looks longingly at her. Kind of like an emotional conveyance. Can I Can I help? Can I go up to her? Can I help? <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's your dad. Pleasure. Please let me help. I gave him guidance. Yeah. I mean, he's oh. not 29 anyway, so he's, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's nice. remarkably convincing as well. <laughs> the face you made suggested otherwise. I know. <laughs> it could have gone either way, really. It really could have. Yep. So, yeah, she just takes a few step to- steps towards him, like, beyond you all. And you can't tell whether or not it's to her like she recognizes, though. This is the same voice. Like, a subconscious yeah. kind of feeling of, like, I've heard this voice. Hopefully it didn't sound like that. Oh, he did. <laughs> I've always been this way as a doctor. I've always oh. been Oshwamp. <laughs> Correct. Oh, no. He is Oshwamp. He is. Mr. Oshwamp himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just kind of like confusedly walks over to him and she reaches out and takes his hand and he embraces her and like his cloak wraps around the two of them. And then he's gone. You're home now. And she just kind of looks up at him. And you guys, you know, are are now not seeing her face, but you can just see she kind of, like, shudders as though she's crying as well. And he begins to lead her down the staircase. And Sister Lawrence just, this is a lovely place. She's that out of it? Yeah. Jesus. I'm going to what she's having. (laughs) I'm going to follow after him to try and... Stay in mm-hmm. line yeah. of sight. I'm, I'm also yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, into his head. I'm gonna say, uh, "Where will you go?" Um, there is a room I rent at Growlers that I keep the children in. Yep, that that checks out. <laughs> also checks out. Yep, also checks out. I. I assumed the basement was the room. I didn't realize that he lived in the basement and then... Yeah, he stays in the basement so they can stay in the actual nice room and then get fed. I worry that perhaps... Perhaps there might be something wrong with Marybelle based on the letter Uh, written by Daciel. I (laughs) do not know if I can stop whatever it might be that is happening to her but I will do what needs to be done if I cannot is it so you do sense something indeed 
but I would like to enjoy the eight days I might have with my daughter. Very well. Would it be alright if we came to you again? You may. Thank you for your help. Thank you for your help. And you just kind of hear these footsteps grow a little bit more distant as you all are standing around here. As as he turns, since I obviously wasn't able to hear that conversation, uh, I'll just kind of look towards him. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And he just kind of like nods in solidarity. Yep. Mm -hmm. Wait as he walks away. Mm -hmm. Check on Sister Madeline. <laughs> you just find like her ripped apart, <laughs> <laughs> and Damn. you guys let him go. <laughs> That's a fear that I have. I know. <laughs> I like if he ripped her thinks... apart, and he can sense that there's something in Marybelle, then mm-hmm. I would assume that he could sense that there was something. Well, in she's her. Yeah. I needed her heart <laughs> to save her. Gen- genuinely, like yeah. if he yeah, ripped her exactly. apart, I would assume that he knew what he was doing. There's yep. a reason. Yeah. I tr- I trust this man based also, based solely off of interactions that I yep. had with just him. Just want to point out we can start like an orphan underground railroad and just ferry kids out of this <laughs> orphanage. True. Mm. To where though? <laughs> To, to this the room. To this guy. To growlers. To, guy. <laughs> <laughs> to the bar. You love that place. <laughs> From kids. an orphanage where there's people qualified to take care of children. <laughs> to, a room, to a bar. A room in a bar. Qualified. <laughs> yes, if by qualified you mean hags. Mm-hmm. Is that pen not working? They're <laughs> hags to take care of them, yes. Take care of. <laughs> Turn to soup. Coalesce. I did. I'm still convinced <laughs> there's people in that soup. There's people in that soup. <laughs> I still think. Yeah, so you guys open the door once more to the sisters' quarters. Uh, Lauren is still kind of. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm going to uh, go and talk to Lauren. I'm gonna go or check. at least try to corral her. I'm gonna go check on Sister Madeline. Cool. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm, I'll be sticking Lauren. with him since we were together and okay. they likely would have gone mm-hmm. in the room before okay. we came back upstairs. Cool. So three into the room, you're just kind of hanging out here because you genuinely still are like, yeah, this is a really weird crew. Yeah, this <laughs> this whole situation. Uh, I was like, oh, it's gonna be violent, and then it's not, and then <laughs> somebody hey, wow, took a wow, kid. Wow, that guy's crying. <laughs> yeah, this guy's crying. He got reunited. <laughs> that kid. Cool. There was, was like tears. Yeah. At the end. I, I thought you couldn't was, get. Was not expecting that. Um, what's that? I'm just looking something up real quick. I want to make sure I, I am correct <laughs> on how long this effect lasts. For Lauren? Her loopiness. Oh, forever. For Lauren? Forever and ever. It's not Lauren anymore. It's gonna anymore. be forever. <laughs> yeah, he just pulled out Madeline's wisdom teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, is Madeline doing alright? What do we see? Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. Okay, good. It is exactly what I thought, and I'm glad that I can do this. Um, so yeah, you guys walk inside uh, to the sisters' quarters, and you can see that Sister Madeline is sitting up. Okay. She is still in like her, her white pajamas, just looking around kind of confused. So her robe is like mostly untied. You can see that the skin along the top, like above her breasts, is decomposed oh, and like boy. withered. And she's Ooh. just curiously looking at it, like, <laughs> confused, as though she's not noticed this. Like, at despite, all. Obvi- mm. yeah, despite this being, as you would assume, present for some time, she's looking at this in a state of bewilderment and confusion, and sees you all step inside, 
Who was that man? Um, you don't recognize him? Uh, no. I, the, I don't think so. The doctor, Corin? That was Corin? Yes. No, Corin is dead. Well. <laughs> that checks out! Technically true. Technically correct. Yeah, Corin, we're, we're not, neither of us are wrong. <laughs> Corin still walks. Mm. Well put. Still <laughs> walks. What do you mean? He's... I I watched him get hanged. I don't Sometimes that doesn't work. <laughs> Are you just like pointing to the little like you know like you just get a flash of, of memory. <laughs> the gods have saved me. <laughs> um Death is tricky. Not as permanent as uh Whatever do you mean? Not permanent. Those who have died are dead. Technically true. <laughs> Checks out. Yeah. The cyclical logic, though, man. You know, people death, die people death die. is only permanent because people who are dead are all dead. Well, I'm showing you one who's alive. So I just don't know if we should be telling people that he's alive. How are you? I mean, feeling? we're already in. <laughs> we walked through those gates with that dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we stormed through those gates with that mm-hmm. dude. We signed up for something. <laughs> yeah, some high-level people know that we were seen with him already. How are you How are you feeling? Um Do you A bit fuzzy? Do you remember anything that happened? Um Well, I remember uh bandits do you remember anything after that? Oh, Sabrina's window. Oh no, have we repaired it? Not yet, no. Oh, that was yesterday, so... Oh, my. It was yesterday, right? It was yesterday. Uh, that was yesterday morning. Yeah. What if a... this has happened before? She'll be so upset. Who will? Sabrina. Sabrina. Of course. And you can just see her hand kind of like impulsively goes and Gris gra- like grabs something underneath her nightgown. The necklace. Prison. Yes, you would make the assumption the yep. locket, yes. Okay. I don't want to fail her. Did we detect magic on that thing? Did anybody do that? Know. I did. So I think someone or did. I right? may have, but I'm not I th- sure. I vaguely remember someone doing that. Sounds, I, like, I sounds like somebody's considering it. <laughs> I vaguely remember doing it. Have Where are we corralling her, by the way? In here? I mean, what? What do you mean? Oh, make Lauren. that decision when we get to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out if we're corralling her in there. Would we have walked in at some point during this conversation? Yeah, I mean, that's probably because that's where everybody else is for where you instead guys of separating yeah. while there's still potentially, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, one of like four or five more people that yeah. could be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I mean. <clears throat> You just uh, see her sitting here grasping at this, muttering about how <laughs> she doesn't want to upset her. Can you tell me?
tell me something? I might. When you became the head of the orphanage... You say the word head, and her hands immediately (laughs) go to her head. Oh no. Oh no, I've misplaced it. What are you... what? No, your head's on there. Oh, I'm sorry. What are you looking for? The coronet. Is... (laughs) Okay, is that a thing that I'm... Does... Is Sarah supposed to know what that means? Is like that a, a circlet? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a word I've heard before. Yeah. I was just getting ready to Google. <laughs> Man, I assumed everybody knew what that was. Mm-hmm. I've always called it a circlet, yeah. so. I just said tiara. Was she wearing one before? No. Great. Yeah, what? I didn't think so. This like a dementia thing. What were you going to ask? Back when you became head of the orphanage. Yes. Uh, who was it that appointed you? Isabel. Where did she go after that? To the cathedral. She was chosen. For... for... There are... greater things. Had you seen her since? No. No, I have not. You've not seen my coronet? I. You have not worn one since I've met you. Three days ago. (laughs) (laughs) What does it look like? Beautiful. Um. White gold crown of jewels orange and red brilliant like fire oh, that's great <laughs> that's great and where do you last remember having it maybe we can help you find it I keep treating this grown woman like a child this whole time she kind of is <laughs> covered in dirt great <laughs> what kind no, of dirt they, f- they found it Black. Oh. Is this backstory stuff, or or are you remember? What are you? Um. What? Who is not currently having like? Who's not currently talking to her? I mean, they would have joined as well. So you all are in the area. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Where did they find it? The, 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 the dwarves carried it. Son of a bitch. It's the dwarves that went into the mines. They, it was stolen. Uh, in the mines. Oh, is this the item that was taken under the mines? By the dwarves. By the dwarves. Hey, this the was taken, dwarves. you were told into the woods, but, so... She is informing you that she saw it covered in soil in darkness. You were told previously that a brother absconded with it from the cathedral, took it north, and the assumption was he took it out into the woods. 
Right, but then Wait, the, the, the dwarves went up into and the into mines. the mines looking for this person. Correct. But the the north, that's that's where the where all the hags live. What? Were you You were there for that. <laughs> <laughs> you were there for that. <laughs> I I saw that's... the I saw the coronet in the dirt. Surrounded our by horrible vines. Are we in the room yet? Yeah, you guys okay. are all here. Okay. Okay. Horrible how? Wriggling like fingers. Uh, Where did you get it from? Get it? Where? Get it. I didn't get it. Well, it's yours. You said it was yours. No, it's Sabrina's. Like fire. Did she leave it here? And she again grasped the locket on her neck. No, not the coronet. She didn't give me the coronet. She gave me... And she pulls it out. Mm -hmm. She gave me this as a thank you for bringing it home. For bringing home the coronet? Yes. When was this? When was this? Um... Almost 13 years now? I was chosen because of my sight. A thank you. What sight are you referring to? Sabrina. She visits me. Sister Madeline. Yes. I do not suppose that I could see your locket? Oh, but... We won't take it. His gift. Yes. I just wish to observe it. When you were not feeling well before the doctor came to visit, we asked and you did not you did not seem willing to oh, that's right. even mm-hmm. let us roll for persuasion. Natural twenty. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you have saved my life. And she pulls it up over her head and holds it out towards you. Just, I need it back. We will give it back to you. Okay. You come over and take it. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little worried she was going to, like, turn to dust or something. (laughs) 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 It's Um, Bilbo. (laughs) Why is Bilbo in everything? What can I see about this locket? There's Infernal written on it. Yeah, I'm going to open it and look in it. Correct. So it is a small circle. You open it, you unhinge it, and you can see inside, engraved are the same SOS symbols inside of it. And that's the only thing on the inside? Just the engraving? Yes. Nothing else? Correct. It's not an SOS. Fuck. Sisters of Service. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Sisterhood of of Service and Solitude. Um... Like fire, she is. I was literally just going. And to what else is? Uh, We're gonna die. What else can you tell me about the locket? Are you asking me in terms you of like its visual description? Yeah, just. I mean, it looks like it's just a small white gold locket, as though there's nothing really on the back. There's nothing on the band. It's just affixed to a small, thin white gold chain, no silver. Okay, so it is. No it silver. Appears it's to all be, white gold. It appears to be on its original chain, then. Correct. Um. 
and the engraving looks like it's done professionally, like by a, a jewelry maker, or does it look like it's scratched into the scratched locket? Scratched in. Okay, so it was not... As though with... Nails. A nail. Sure. I have a question. Uh-huh. Do we know if the teapot was ceramic, or if it was perhaps a white gold of some kind? Ceramic. Okay. You can't do that with I didn't think... Gold. I mean, magic's a thing. Mm-hmm. That's it's true. It's a very soft it, metal. Listen. I think it would just melt. <laughs> Talking about dirt and wriggling things, and we had a container full of that. So. Yeah. Do um, you know what these symbols mean? Symbols. And I'm going oh. to turn the... I can't... I can't read that. They told me it was a seal? A seal. A seal. Seal. Who told you? Isabel. Isabel. Yes. When she when she told me I would become the next mother. Was it given to you? By Sabrina or by Isabel? This locket? Yes. Well, they were both there. Isabel saw Sabrina They were there well. together. Yes. Did they both sign the card? <laughs> <laughs> Did they interact with one another? Yes, of course. They are such good friends to me. Do you remember anything that happened the past couple days after the uh, after the attack? The seal thing got me. After the attack. Yes. Oh. Ethier. No. I do not suppose you could, could discern anything of this locket that perhaps I would not be able. I could attempt to read it. Uh, I'll look at it and attempt to see if there's anything else Can you about it. Magic? Yeah, I'm thinking about that too. I just don't know if I want to ritual cast it. I'm going to continue to talk to Madeline. Yeah, I'll, I'll ritual cast it then. Cool. So we'll just yeah get to that point because this is going to affect the decisions you guys are going to make. Okay. So... You cast Detect Magic. You can feel emanating from the locket itself enchantment magic and illusion magic. Uh, There appears to be some sort of enchantment and illusion magic on the locket. And into Aether's mind, I'm going to say, you don't suppose that if we ruined the symbols on the inside that it might get rid of whatever that is. It is possible that could be the seal that she was referring to. How are you guys doing that? (laughs) How are you having a conversation? You're not even saying anything. He's responding in my head, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. You oh, would just okay. see him making eye contact. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, we're just, we're okay. Just, okay. I, we're thought, I thought you could put some thoughts in people's heads, but you couldn't transfer it Yeah, no, back. I, I can respond. I'm okay. just, I'm just, we're just, we're locking eyes right now. Because the movie playing in my head was very confusing. <laughs> um, it, you can see Madeline is just staring at the locket. Perhaps. The... I, can I distract her from that while sure. 
like I want to continue to talk to her while yeah. there. Uh, roll uh, for performance. Yeah, performance. Well, I'm again. Also, I also still have questions. <laughs> sure. Okay. For her. That's what, oh, That's what yeah. we heard through the door of the. Uh, You're right. Performance, the, you say? Yeah. Chapel. Yeah, of the chapel. It was the same day Yulunlo yeah. arrived. Yeah. Uh, the same day that you arrived, before you joined us, we heard voices in the chapel that said, "Do not open it." <laughs> Keep the seal. Perhaps that is referring to the locket, and perhaps that has something to do with why Sister Madeline is acting so strangely and seeing things. It could be a result of the dirt, but also the locket. Yes, even healed, she does seem out of sorts. More out of sorts than she was when we arrived. I wonder if we could damage this seal without her knowing about it? It is possible, but it might kill either one of us. This is magic beyond... It is cursed. It is cursed. (laughs) (laughs) I was really fucking hoping you would say it. (laughs) Had to just throw it in there. I'll say it. So while you guys are making that decision, what else did you want to ask her? Because you're distracting yeah. her. I'll say that the 11 is sufficient. We're like, mm-hmm. you're getting her tension slightly away from it. You can still tell that out of the corner of her eye, yeah, I just, she's I don't keeping it in her peripheral. Like, fixated on it. And also, I still have questions. So, um, Sister Madeline, how, how long have you known Sister Desio? Oh. Um. My. Almost 15 years. Maybe a little more. Mm. I was... only... a teenager when I began working. When did you start seeing Sabrina? Um... After my parents died? Was that shortly after coming here? No, it was before. Before? Yes. Strange. What's strange? I don't remember where I was after they died. You didn't come to the orphanage? No. Someplace else. Do you remember Sister Isabel being there? No. Um, I don't. Do you remember anything at all? About where you were? They... called themselves... awakened ones? Like fire. We've never seen her chest exposed the way it was now. Correct. You had not previously seen that. So we're also we also don't know if that was there before Desiel. Well, that's 
I know that's the suggestion. She but. was looking at it when we walked in, as or when you walked in, as right. though she hadn't seen right. it. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. presumably so it wasn't there where she was before she was delirious, okay. which was okay. just that a couple days ago. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Follow-up question. Would you say that the point that is... Uh, where the locket is touching her chest is the area in which she's rotting? Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> Cheap metal will do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah, you got it. Uh, what is Lauren doing? Lauren is just kind of like standing here she's very still confused. Very and un- yeah. Okay. Like, 24 hours, just, I'll be blunt. That's how long that shit lasts. Sure. Love that guy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, I love him. She totally out of it, or like no conversations possible with her at all, or is she going to be overly truthful in conversation? I I mean, it's more that you can tell that she's looking around, kind of like she's still looking for him to see if he's here. Okay. Which says she's easily manipulated right now. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say to see if he has a command. Correct. (laughs) Yeah. Looking for direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So. The the awakened ones? Uh, yes. What of them? Who are they? Where did she. Are they the ones you met after your parents died? Yes, they took me. How old were you? Fourteen? How did your parents die? I don't remember. Do you remember anything before your 13th birthday? I... I grew up in... I grew up in... I remember fields of wheat. Sure that you I do not know what Desiel yeah, I don't think was I was described as weaving through. Yeah, I it's wasn't going to describe it. Was, it was just snake-like, like slithery, mm-hmm. smooth movements. But yeah, I was not given a visual description. I was almost okay. positive of that. Okay. But that would make sense. Could I have my locket back? Ethera, I do not believe it would be wise to return this locket to her. At least not in its current condition. I would agree, but I am not certain that there's anything we can do to it. I'm cold. To change what You're it cold? is. I'm cold. Does she, she begins to, like, shiver. Cover with a blanket. I'm so cold. Yeah, you cover her with a blanket, yeah. and she's still, like, reaching out towards the locket. Sister. I... Huh? Does that, like, snap her? Yeah. I mean, she looks startled yeah. by it, but she's still, like looking over in the direction of the locket. What are you doing? I need it. Why? I know it is important to you. I need it. But it hasn't gone anywhere. But I'm cold without it. You're cold without it. Ever so cold. It is a necklace. Like fire she is. Sabrina? Yes. Sacred. Flames. 
Holy fires. And she, like, literally begins to lean, almost falling out of her bed, extending her hands for the locket. Do you remember your first vision? Oh. Ah, yes. I remember the day my parents died, watching the earth thrown over them in the graves, and from my mother's grave, Sabrina rose in beautiful white robes with this dazzling coronet on her head, and she extended her hand to me, and I took her hand and felt ever so warm, like fire she is. <clears throat> um. <laughs> so I'm, I'm running out of ideas. So I'm, I'm really hinting at a thing, and I'm really trying. <laughs> Forgive me, John. I'm not smart. Is she a fire ganasi? Is that what's? I'm guessing he's saying that we could damage this thing with fire. Do we have oh. fire? I don't, I don't have fire. <laughs> Do I have fire? I can druid. Druidcraft, I don't think. I sure do have a fucking torch. <laughs> I light the torch. I can light it. If you, I think, yeah, I can light a torch. So you light it's a torch. Yeah. yeah. So you guys light this torch, mm-hmm. and she just stares into the flames as though affixed to it. Sabrina. It's like a moth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to hold it there for a second and see uh-huh. if she continues. Yeah, she's staring at the flames. Well, I mean, continues talking. Like, if she sees anything, if she starts she conversing. She says Sabrina and stares at it, and then is blank expression. Okay. Perhaps we try by damaging the seal first. Just hold the torch out. I'm not sure it needs to be damaged. If we put it to the flames, perhaps that is enough. Perhaps. I feel like you're baiting us. I feel like you, John, are baiting us. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm holding the torch out sideways. There is also the possibility that this will summon some sort of <laughs> horrible monster. <laughs> it would be more likely. That would be very much like John. Here, let's unlock the seal with fire. Don't do this. It's a fucking trap. It's a trap. Well, it's uh, set it in the note. <laughs> uh, her gaze follows the fire. Mm-hmm. I'm going to dangle the locket from the end of the chain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does she even look at it? Yes. Yes. Oh. Beautiful. Uh, you can open it. Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the torch back a little bit. Is it is the locket currently open or closed? The locket I would assume would still be open from when you guys looked at it. Okay. Yeah, and she says you can open it. Yeah, that's it. what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still holding the torch out. Her home. Call who home? What? Sister Madeline. Who is it that we are calling home? Sabrina. And how are we going to do that? Like fire. 
My sister's eyes will open. <laughs> uh, what's it say? <laughs> a sister's eyes are, are buried, a sister's eyes are closed, a sister's eyes will open when Sabrina calls her. She's gonna get sucked into the fucking locket. So what's gonna happen? Or That's that, what's gonna happen. Or will she's she going be, in. Or will she, like, maybe it'll <laughs> break whatever charm places. spell she's under, making her do all this shit that so she's unaware stressful. of. I say we burn this fucking locket. Oh my locket. god! Okay, worst case scenario. I'm holding the torch out. We yeah. get killed by a demon! What do you mean? <laughs> you can't say worst case scenario and imply that it's fine. The worst case is we get killed by a demon, we release Sabrina, which there's all this scary writing, or she gets sucked into the locket and we have to answer for that. Getting the flash. None of these are good. It's Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, yeah. this is all it's bad. It's probably fine. I'm putting the locket uh, in the fire. I don't think... Uh, <laughs> that, I don't know if that... He extended yeah. the torch toward me. I am putting the locket in the fire. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> you extend this locket over the flames. Oh, my hands are sweating. And you watch as the flames flicker and wreathe around it. And they singe against the initials here carved into it. Mm. As you do, you can hear this faint popping and sizzling as the, the ink itself or whatever... Because, like, again, this is an engraving. So you're seeing that, like, this is etched into the metal. Right. Something red begins to leak from the, the inside. Don't break the seal. Of these, you know, etchings in mm -hmm. it. And as you watch, as they fall, they form in a cascading a line down, like in a diagonal. New markings brandish and appear inside of this. Do I recognize them? You can see... I'm just going to say it aloud. Yeah, because he's going to tell us. That it says, the Sisters of Sorrow. Mm. Oh. And we will conclude there. Oh, that's what the SOS says, the Sisters of Sorrow. Uh. <laughs> I got, I have nothing. Chat, I don't have, there's nothing that I can possibly say. Uh. This is stressful. In a good way. It's a good stressful, but it's, it's like stressful. I took a yeah. shower before I came here, and now I have to go home and shower again. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, friends, thank you very much for watching. If you're new here, make sure you follow so you can find us again. We stream D&D three to four times a week. Uh, this week we'll be live Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday with Princes of the Apocalypse. Uh, the Dragon of Ice Spire Peak on Friday for the Unearthed Arcana classes that we're working with, and then Tales of Setendor, the campaign that I DM on Sunday evening. They're all at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, we've got all of our campaigns on YouTube, uh, as well as turned into podcasts. We have text recaps for everything. Please go check out our website, notgreatrpg.com. I just spent a lot of time uh, redoing it and making it more uh, user-friendly and nicer. Um, very aesthetically pleasing. Very genuinely. aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Thank you. Guys, um, do you like coffee? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've got lots of stu sponsors. Uh, that one's sponsors. not on there yet. Um, but It'll be on uh, there, probably. Yeah, we, we, we have coffee. a new sponsor. Um, but yeah, if you like tabletop stuff, go on our website, click on the sponsors tab. We've got coupon codes for various uh, we got industry people. We got... Um, do we sell Wormwood? Not, not Wormwood. Wormwood. Elderwood Academy. Elderwood. We don't have a coupon for them. We don't have a coupon for them. We have a link for them. We have a link. Yeah. Click um, on the link. But yeah, go check it out. No, we're not sponsored by Madrinas. We're, we're sponsored by um, by Found Familiar Coffee. They're, They're amazing. They're really cool. They're really good. Uh, I mean, if you want to, the coupon code is not great. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's not great. 
I think it's um, not great, like ten or something, isn't it? No, no, I think no it's, it's just not great for ten percent. It's on. It's on Twitter. It's on Twitter. It's on. Uh, it's the on our RPG Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed. We'll be back tomorrow, six p.m. Eastern time. I love you guys. Bye, Bye friends. Bye. Good night. Bye. Goodbye.